I, yeah, I sure did. Can I? Sure wish we could record a show, Phil. Oh, wait. I'm holding up Corey and them. They're, they're doing their podcast. I'm, okay. Okay. Love you. Okay, bye. Uncle Keith said he loves you. Uh, oh, boy. All right. Well, I love him, too. <laughs> Oh man, it's the Drum Brigade Podcast, episode 54, people. It's here and it's now, Bill. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Yeah? Gosh. Let's get into that in a minute. Uh, we're in the Beat Locker, beautiful Pimp City, California. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, Pimp City's close to Oceanside. Um, yeah, we're here. We're chilling. Got a guest coming on the line. We got a guest in studio. Yeah. Before that, I'm Corey Kingston, sitting across from me, turning knobs, plugging in wires, drinking coffee, playing drums this time, Phil. Playing drums. Oh, yeah. We got some low noise cymbals. We're still probably going to get complaints because Phil has not stopped until we hit record. Nope. Uh, Turning knobs, producing the show, putting this thing together. It's the one. It's the only. Fantastic. Funky Phil Pardell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's happening, Phil? I am. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. You just, you're coming in hot. Just came in uh, from out of town doing like a few out of town dates. Yeah. So we're going to talk all about that. Yeah. Sitting next to us both. I'm excited. Guy that knows me well. Too well. We might get into some like taboo stories about me. I can't wait. Which I'm shutting this whole show down if that happens <laughs> the one the only kim pops horn my dad oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> what's happening pops oh nothing much guys just glad to be here and hanging out in the studio here to see how you guys do it first time on the show first time on the show i didn't I'm, think you were ever going to have me on i'm this always show. worried because <laughs> There's all these stories that could be told. Yeah, and they might be. <laughs> this one time when Corey was in diapers, this like this yeah, type of thing. Yeah. I ain't trying to have that on well, this show. Well, we could, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this show is going to go better than this. <laughs> um, all right, so, yeah, we got a great show ahead of us. Caitlin Califus is coming on Woo! in a little oh, bit. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Looking forward to that. Yes. Um, so... Yeah, there's a bit of confusion because we didn't know that you were going to be home in time to produce a show with a guest. Yeah. I can produce the show fine by myself without a guest. You know, like in-studio guest, plug in a few things, I'm good. As soon as we have to start having phone calls, it shows off the rails. It's tricky. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, our girl that does the scheduling was like, okay, I'll reschedule her for another week and never did. So I got an email this morning like, hey, what number should I call? What time am I coming on? I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> um, but uh, anyways, we made it happen. So thank goodness Phil is back in town. 
and all that stuff. So uh, yeah. Caitlin's coming on soon, and we're going to wrap with her. We're going to get on the wheel of death, and it's going to be all good. Uh, Drum Brigade. First of all, this podcast, you can listen to it on all the platforms you get your podcasts on. That is iTunes, Google Play, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Overcast, Radio Public, and oh, DrumBrigade.com. Yeah. That's the new one, Radio Public. Uh, if you listen to us on Radio Public, then there's a little, like, 10-second advertisement at the beginning and at the end, and we get paid for those. So, but we did not choose them. We did not choose them. So it could be just like something that's not with the Brotherhood of Drums, you know? Foot cream. It it could literally be foot cream. We don't know. It could be like, do you have noisy neighbors? Are they always playing drums? Well, tell on them. And then, you know, it could be something like that. Shut them down and we have no control. So anyways, but if you do, we still get paid and that helps out the drum brigade. So if you want to, if you can, you see fit, listen to it on Radio Public. But the other ones work too. iTunes, all that stuff. We kind of judge. We try. We try to gauge our um, listeners and downloads on iTunes. So iTunes is good too. If you can't do nothing else, just go to drumbrigade.com. You can download it there. You can get all the information, all that stuff. Join the brigade. We'll send you an email every week that says, "Hey, here's our guest, and here's our stuff." All you can do. You can do that all on drumbrigade.com. Um. We have a Patreon. If you really want to really just skip the advertising and all that stuff, just go to Patreon, sign up one of our t- for one of our tiers, and then we get paid directly for that. Yeah. Not like wham whack Phil. Phil's so <laughs> in baby mode. Like, tears? What? Somebody crying? I need to change a diaper. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so, um, yeah, Patreon. I feel like we got to adjust our Patreon again. Like, We'll figure that out. I don't want to brainstorm again, like on air. You know what I mean? Like we do that all the time. I feel like you got to adjust the air conditioner. It's hot. Dude, in it's here. hot in here. Hot in here. Sick and tired of this. <laughs> Stupid AC. Gosh, because it's been so hot. It's been like a hundred degrees out here in Pimp City. We need to get one of those ones that you can turn it on with your phone, so you can like turn it on an hour before we come in. Yeah. Or I could just wake up a little earlier, turn it on, come back. I don't like to have the AC on when no one's here, though. It costs money, Phil. We need more Patreons for that. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, Patreon, hook it up. Both Phil and I both have websites. Do you still have your website, Pops? I, I think I do. I got to double check on it. But, all right. Uh, well, yeah. Phil and I have websites. Phil Pardell, P-A-R-D-E-L-L.com. Uh, Corey Kingston, K-O-R-E-Y, Kingston.com. Uh I have uh, a vlog that I do called A Day in a Life of a Drummer. You can follow me around. I was, I'm on tour and I do cool stuff. Phil has um, stuff like educational stuff and play-alongs and beautiful pictures of his glorious, beautiful face <laughs> <laughs> and all kinds of other things. So you can go and check it out if you want to. PhilPardell.com, CoreyKingston.com. Uh, if you have a question for the Drum Brigade, you want to be featured on our show like Hey, I always wondered why or how to or blank, fill in the blank. Just use the contact form, drumbrigade.com, all right? Drum Brigade, it's the brotherhood of drums. It's a community for our friends and our family that are all drummers. Um, We have products, tees, stickers, sticks, drum lessons, a podcast, soon-to-be web show, online lessons, all that jazz. Just we're here for you, people, all right? It's the brotherhood of drums, all right? Um, oh yeah. If you want to follow pops, Kim horn jazz, 
Kim L Horn. No, Kim J Kim Horn Jazz on Instagram. Yeah. And um yeah. And then also if you want to see what me and Pops are doing together, shuffleandbang.com. Shuffleandbang.com. All right. So we're gonna talk about that too, my friends. We got a lot to say about that. Um mostly apologies, but no. <laughs> All right, we'll get into that now right now, right, Phil? Yeah. Are we good? Okay, well, let me I just let me do that. KimHorn.com. It's and like it's a definitely Asian person or it's something. Some like blonde lady who's trying to yeah, rent real properties. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. that's my dad. <laughs> Son of a gun. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Drum Brigade, it's the Brotherhood of Drums. Are you guys part of the brigade? Of course. Yeah. I know I am. Let's get into it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's a Drum Brigade podcast. Yeah. Episode 54 with Funky Phil, yeah. Kim Pops Horn, Corey yes. Kingston. We're all here in the Beat Locker. Soon coming up, Caitlin Califas. Oh, yeah. Got a crazy show for you people. Yeah. Can't even contain myself. Feeling good. Drinking this Stan Bicknell Rumble Coffee. This Rumble Coffee's Bro, got me going. Dude, we, we ran I drank out of some, one. I drank some terrible coffee on the road. Bro, I'm, I'm embarrassed. I don't even want Stan to know about it. <laughs> this is the thing with you, though. It's like it's like pizza. Just coffee is bad. Coffee is still good coffee for you. It's still better than just water. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't know how you do it, Phil. Your insides just me must be like your stomach must be like a tar pit. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> if I drank that much coffee, if I drink more than one cup of coffee a day, an ocean of coffee would not be enough, dude, for me. I don't even drink coffee every day, but when I do, it's rumble coffee. <laughs> it's, uh, it's man, it just, I'm running through walls, dude. Which one did we run out of? Uh, I don't remember. The Shadow Boxer. Ooh, that was your favorite. <sighs> Love that one. Love to order some. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like running out of it, you know? It's mm -hmm. like... I know it's been like we don't drink it every day, so we, we leave it here in the beat locker. It's our and special coffee. It's our special podcast coffee. But what are we gonna do when we run out? Drink Starbucks? AM <laughs> PM. AM PM? Yeah, that's man. not even coffee. That's oh. just like the leftover gas that they have like laying in their oh. buckets. <laughs> um all right, anyways. <sighs> How was your week? Phil. <laughs> Phil is antagonizing me. And I'm not going to have it, Phil. All I'm right? the cool person in this group, all right? It's not uh, funny! <laughs> my week was awesome. Great. Well, somebody had a great week. Just it was kidding. great. Yeah, we went. We did a little run up the coast. Oh, oh we sorry. Played in Laguna, <laughs> we played in Laguna. Oh, Lagoon Skis. Lagoon Skis. I just played in New Newport last Wait, week. Wait, isn't this about Phil? I know. Oh, I just, okay. It's a conversation. This is <laughs> see. This is what we're not gonna do. Okay. Well, you're not. You're you're my dad, but you still. You, I'm 40 years old. You can't tell me what to do, especially on my show. <laughs> I know it's your show, but you said this was about Phil. I don't. And, I, and need you're talking this. about you. I, I don't need this. We don't need to hear about you at this time. Let's go. hear what Phil's got go. going on. This tell is going to be a long show. Tell Phil. us about what you did this week. Remember, Jill. remember when I said <laughs> that I will cut the. I will take the show right off. <laughs> I'm almost there, and we're five Phil. minutes in. Phil, uh, Phil I just played in fun. Newport. We have something in common. Continue. That's all I was trying to say for oh. the love. Okay. Make me get on my soapbox right now. Uh. Sheesh. This is awesome. This is not awesome. This is not awesome. Phil, this has been my life since he's come into here my life. Here we go. Stories. Here we I go. I didn't say a story. I'm just listening oh, here. Oh, Lord. 
Come on, uh, Phil. Tell us what you did, man. Anyway, yeah, we, we played in Laguna, and then we played in... Um, I've played in Laguna before. Just Mo- kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we played in Morro Bay, which I'd never been to before, which is a little town on the coast of California, yes, yes. a little south of, of San Francisco by a couple hours. And uh, that was a really cool town. Big old yeah, rock. It's beautiful. And some old yeah. power generation station on the coast. Yep. And um, we opened for, uh, shoot, what was his name? Zach Brown Band? No. <laughs> Dang, why am I blanking on his name? His last name was Brown. Oh. Wasn't it? Oh, man, I'm going to have to back Oh, this Leroy up. Brown. Big Cr- bad Leroy Cr- Brown. No, Chris Brown? <laughs> Chris Brown. Chris oh, Brown. Chris Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, man, that was great, Chris Brown. <laughs> did he beat oh, up your? Man. Did he beat up a girl? Apparently, well, no, I don't. He did not beat up a woman okay, at this show. Then it must not have been Chris Brown. Oh, hey, leave God, Chris Brown I'm such alone. A jerk! I can't believe I'm blanking on man, his name. That... Um, yeah, we're pumping you up, and you can't even remember what you did. Man. I haven't had enough rumble oh, coffee. The, oh, That's what it is. Yeah. Coffee. He I comes see. in like two cups down. He needs like minimum oh, five cups. I see. See, that's me that blanks out. But, you know, there's a reason for that. It's called old age. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, kids can do that to you, too. Yeah, they suck all your brain power they out. They do. Right? Yeah, that's why I'm the way I am today. I don't today. know what you fools are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he wouldn't understand. He don't have no kids. <laughs> Thank goodness. We've been waiting for grandkids, but that'll never happen. Phil, <laughs> can we turn his mic off, please? At this point in the show. At this point in the show, can we turn his done. mic off? But I won't. This might have been a huge mistake. Oh, no, this is fun, man. I've been waiting Sorry, for okay. this. Okay. Junior Brown. Oh. Junior Brown. I apologize. Is he a reggae, a reggae singer? No. He wow, that sounds a like a reggae Soul artist. singer. He's a phenomenal um, country, kind of bluesy, kind of surfy guitarist. Oh, okay. Nice. okay. And musician. He's like, he's old timey. He's from back in the day. He plays this um, this bizarre, like, really unique instrument that's got half of it is a fender telecaster and the other half is a lap steel it's two necks on the same thing weird and um he wears a big old cowboy hat and uh man he rips at it it was it was incredible but uh yeah that was fun that was a sold out show it was fun dope We, we just did originals at that and then we kept we continued up the coast to north of san francisco um to Timber Cove, and we did a, a wedding up there. Wow! And we stayed in a rad Airbnb that had like it was like multiple story house in the woods on cool. the on the hillside. We could see the ocean right out the you know just sit on the porch, and there was just the ocean right there. It was it was Dang. incredible. It yeah. was. Who are you playing with? This was with Cassie. With the oh. we did oh, yeah. the original was Love with Cassie. the Cassie being the Stingers, yeah. just the originals, and then um, the wedding was a. Uh, Obviously, it was a top 40 hit. But did they have my favorite piano player playing with you guys? Jody? Uh, <laughs> Jody was playing. <laughs> Jody was on the show a few weeks ago. Yeah. He's talking about your wife, yeah, dude. Well, oh, this is why I had to give that disclaimer no, at the my beginning wife of the was, show. My wife, unfortunately, was not able to come. They got oh. two little kids. Yeah. Yeah, but you She know, was missed. That's where grandparents come in, because I know they would love to have <laughs> babysat those beautiful kids. Oh, boy. They helped out. Well, okay. she's, got, she's got a lesson studio. You oh, know, yeah. She's got a, okay. she, had, she had stuff to do. Okay. Um, and she, then we drove back yesterday. It was like 10 hours in the van. Nice. Mercedes van. Oh, yeah. oh wow! It's, I thought they bought that van or something, right? They did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. the Cassie B. 
Cassie B van. That's and great, they, we, great. we used the trailer too. Oh, so wow. We have plenty of space inside. Oh, that's really nice. Well, that's cool, Phil. It was cool, but I did. I, I drank some instant coffee. I'm sorry. Oh, instant uh, coffee is the worst. It was so bad. Was it Rumble instant coffee? <laughs> I don't think he does that. <laughs> that's garbage. It's That's an immediate stomach ache for me. Yeah, it definitely tasted like I was drinking battery acid. <laughs> that might be better for you. You need more energy, dude. Coffee's not doing the trick these days. Just switch to battery acid? Yeah, can pure you, battery acid. Can you get that at um, With Colombian sugar. At Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they have a thing at Starbucks that's like, it's, um, what is it? It's, it's uh, I think it's a coffee. And then you add shots. No, no, that's not what it is. I can't remember, but some it's like a nitro. It's not nitro. I don't know what it is. I'm not like that heavy into coffee, but Sergio Gutierrez was telling me about it. He was on the show a few weeks ago, people. If you don't if you didn't listen to that episode, that's a golden episode. Yeah. But anyways, he was telling me about it that it's it's some kind of like crazy coffee, and then they do espresso shots in it. Yeah. It's like kind of like an Americano, but you know how they do like water, but then they add shots to it. Yeah. Well, instead of water, it's like you're adding coffee. You you have you start with coffee and then you add shots, so it's like a super coffee. Oh, uh, is it called a red eye? Maybe that's what it is. Oh, that's <laughs> if you knew this all along, Phil. <laughs> well, that's just a, that's just a coffee with some espresso shots in it. Okay. Yeah. Call that a red eye. That's what mm -hmm. you should be drinking. Your heart might explode. No, that would be that'd be great. Do you have a do you have an espresso machine? <laughs> no. Dang it. I need to get one though. <laughs> I need to get one. Um How so, was your week, oh, Sir man. Corey? It was a long week, bro. Oh, we got soapboxes in that week, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we definitely do. Okay. Yes, we definitely do. <laughs> um I'm in the midst of wedding season and corporate season. Yeah. And I am burnt the heck out. How many times did you play Uptown Funk this week? Oh my God. I had to play a swing version of Uptown Funk this week. Oh, I just puked in my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Dude. I could go the rest of my life and never play that song again. I It'd hate. Like this time of year is great because the money is good and you get used to the money coming in and then you're just like, dude, I'm living life. Like I'm going to go buy a house or something mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm gonna buy a massage chair that's more where my mind is at lambo lambo <laughs> i'm going to the lambo dealer bright fluorescent yellow maybe pink green green um pink. <laughs> but then like holiday season hits and then we're like what the heck happened i don't think you can even fit in a lambo <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i would want to be in a lambo <laughs> those are the dumbest things ever i could i'm little i can fit in any i car. could see you driving a lambo phil all day dude we just need a few more patreons and then we are like we are heading to the lambo dealer i'm just kidding I'm a few never, more patreons never getting a lambo do you do these people really want to stand in the way of us getting lambos <laughs> <laughs> um all right so anyways dude i don't even remember it's all a blur i just play i played i played every day i started monday with western standard again Woo. Forget it. We're going. <laughs> We're starting that. That was quick. This band, dude. This band has gone was, nuclear. We got we got into the first day of your <laughs> first week. day. The first day I'm already out of soapbox. The first day, I 
<laughs> this band, dude, it's it's a fun band. It's cool. It is what it is. I don't want people to get the wrong idea, especially the dude who runs the band. I don't want him to be like thinking, dude, Corey hates the band. Mm-hmm. It's not what it is. But like, I have to have something to talk about. And this band gives me plenty of fuel to talk about. Too many horn solos? <laughs> Dude, okay, so someone we're, put uh, their horn on your drums. No, no, that no. Someone touched your cymbals. No, I was super late because this gig was in Santa Monica. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I left my house at three. Sound check was at five. No, I left my house at one. Sound check. It was at three thirty. Two and a half hours seems like enough time to get to Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. I got there at after five, five fifteen. And all the horns are still on stage, still sound checking. The the tech on stage is like, oh, like giving me the, oh, <laughs> nice of you to show up. Well, look who decided kind of attitude. Classic. And I'm like, bro, no, 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 no. You don't know me, bro. Like, and I don't care. So I have that attitude right off the bat. He ended up being a nice guy. But I was like, bro, talk to me after you've sat in three hours, three and a half hours of traffic. Okay. Talk to me then. Uh, set up the stuff. We're opening for another band, which I had no idea. We're opening for Holly Cook. She's like a reggae, British reggae singer. Her dad was in the clash. Oh, um, so her drums are set up like full on roots, reggae. Everything is taped. Like everything. Every Tom is just gaff taped to kingdom come. Ew. Uh, four, three Toms. He's got the rock and roll set up like the two symbols over the rack Toms. And then the ride symbol next to the floor, Tom. Okay. I don't play like that, Phil. That's we, not my setup. They wanted you to use his drums? Yeah. So I go, hey, can I get rid of some of this stuff? Or her drums. Like a Timbali? I had to use their drums. Okay. Thank goodness they were DW drums, but they were, you couldn't tell. They were just taped up like Roots Reggae style. Descrubble you. I was like, I'm not playing three Toms. I'm not playing a Timbali. Get that out of here. And I'm going to switch up this symbol setup. I'm going to use my cymbals and then I'm going to set them up the way I like to play because I have to play. So I go, yo, can I get rid of some of this stuff? And then the tech is like, no. And I'm like, why not? And I straight came right at him. Like, why not? And he's like, well, he didn't, <laughs> he didn't know what to expect. Like he was like, well, I, cause, uh, well, you know, he's the headliner. And I'm like, well, dude, I go, look, it's up to you, man. I go, I got to be able to play. I got a gig too today. You know, I got to be able to play my gig. So, you could either have a drummer or not. It's just the way it is. And so I just started taking stuff off. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to really do? You're going to really tell me I can't move anything? Beat they, it. They didn't let you. Did you Did you offer to set up your drums? I didn't have my drums. They told me it was backlined. Oh. So I just. Um, okay. And I was an hour and a half, two hours late. So whatever. Bass player still not even there, by the way. Okay. So anyways, I'm. I'm going, I'm talking too much. I'm surprised the horn players were the first ones there. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever, dude. So he's like, all right, can you guys play a song? And then we're like, no, nah, their bass player's not here and, and whatever. So we play, dude. We So we're opening. We have one hour set. Strict. No encore. One hour. It's the same shenanigans, dude. It's like, before I get on stage, he's like, Hey, we're running out of time. We we don't have a lot of time. So now it's changed from like, let's keep the solos to a minimum or let's keep the drum solo to a minimum. I should say <laughs> um, that song's not even on the list anymore. It's gone. We don't even play that song anymore. 
So it's just definitely no drum solos, no no rhythm section solos whatsoever. Makes sense. Totally. So I mean, you guys aren't any good anyway, <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude. So uh, at this point, it's just funny. We're just like the rhythm section is just laughing and cracking jokes the whole time. Um, it is. So he's like, now it's gotten even more like anti rhythm section where he's like, hey, watch me for the tempos because we have to play the songs a little bit more up tempo because we don't have a lot of time. Mm. And so I'm like, okay, so the one thing that we have is to play this music authentically. And now you're just like, in ska music, the tempo is a big deal. Like if you play things too fast, then you're transitioning into another like, yeah. like era of that music. I mean, I feel like that's kind of a big deal with most music. Yeah. I, I, how do you feel about that in general? Like Bro. the uh, concept of either stretching songs by playing them too slow no, no, to no. cover time or no. playing them. Like, I don't, I feel like that's a weird move to no, change you just, it's the, the tempo. It's the stupidest just, move ever. You're, you're, you gotta play the feel. Play the feel right. Yeah. Okay, but like, if you wanna, if we're running out of time, take one of the songs out. Or a solo. Or maybe you'd like not have 15 solos on every song. Yeah. Which he did. He was like, okay, only one solo on this song. Or like one solo on that song. Or, uh-huh. but, but still, majority of the songs had two or three solos. Which is the other thing. If you ever see sh- this band, we like, that's what we, we constantly um, focus on. Is like, each song is like two or three chords. And we play... We try to build, we try to do cool things, we try to switch up the, the style, we try to like play some reggae, we try to add some color to the solos to help build the solos and add some like something interesting to this two chord song. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like, it's, anyways, dude, long story short, it was like, hey, we need to just like, we need to, we need to play all the tunes fast, faster. Like the second song is this really groovy. The second song on our list is this really groovy, like traditional ska song. Mm. And it has like, if you listen to the album, it's like, it's like a mid tempo. It's not like reggae, but it's like a medium tempo, like a slower tempo for ska. And it's super groovy. And like, it's, it's got a feel to it. It was like, and also the second song, I don't, I don't like the way the tempo is. We need to pick up the tempo. So every single song was like 120 BPM, every single one. Whoa. And then some of them are like 130 or 140, which is way too fast, dude. Way too fast. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm just, sh- I'm like, okay, well. And so the bass player's like, nah, dude, just do you. And I'm like, you don't get it, do you? I'm like, it doesn't matter. This is not a rhythm section based band. They don't care. They don't care. And now the only thing that we were hanging on to as a rhythm section, they've taken that away too. So now we're just robots up here playing every song at the same tempo just whatever. Mm. And so I'm, he's like, nah, man, it ain't, it doesn't have to be like that. And I'm like, it's, what do you mean? I'm like, that's the way it is. It's not like it has to be like that. It's just the way it is. And so that's what we did. We just played the music, played it down. And it was dude, everything was crammed together. There was no show. It was just crammed together. We couldn't build any solos because every song was just like, we're wrapping up the solo, going to the next song. And so afterward, I'm like, man, it would have been better for you to take like two songs out of that set. We didn't need to play all those songs because they're all the same. It's dude. It's like eight 
instrumental or no it's it's yeah it's like eight instrumentals and then three vocal songs and all the vocal songs are put together one after the next i'm like spread it out take away like two of the instrumentals you know do four instrumentals and like five vocals everybody's here to see him not so and so do a solo yeah anyways dude that's why it's not my band because maybe he's seeing something that i'm not seeing because he's you know he's booking a lot of gigs and people like it but every song was crammed together every song was and i was he was like yeah man i just was trying to get as many songs on the set list as possible i'm like why like let's do our show let's do our show man like what is i don't understand what the point is of trying to cram all these songs together it doesn't make sense quality over quantity yeah yeah and and so and that's what it was it was just like we just finished finished the set and i just like packed up my stuff and i watched like three songs by holly cook and then drove up drove home how long did it take you to get home it was like two hours nice yeah that gig did not suck it was a cool gig but it was just like i just don't know i don't know what we're doing man it's just getting worse and worse where it's just I don't know mm. what we're doing. There is no show left anymore. It's just the show is how many horn solos can we fit? And it's turning into a nerd fest. Everybody is, everybody's saying that. <laughs> Everybody. And like the keyboard player, dude, this keyboard player was, had me, he always has me laughing. He plays, he, this dude plays in the Interrupters and he plays in another band called the Steady 45s. Steady 45s is like playing traditional ska and reggae the way it should be played. These are young guys that have figured it out. Yeah. And, they're doing it. They're doing the music justice. Like out of anybody in the world right now, they are killing it. Um, and he was, he had me like, there was points on the stage where I almost couldn't play. Cause I was laughing so hard. Like it's always like that now because we're laughing at the goofiness, you know, like I was talking about last time with the horn, the horn player that was scared to go in the audience, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And like it, we played one song super fast and he's like, bro, that's 121. That's not 120. And he's like kind of panicking. He's like, you got to slow it down. It's supposed to be 120. And I'm just like, shut <laughs> up, fool. He's like saying stuff like that. Anyways, yeah. It, I'm playing with them again Saturday in San Diego, people. Woo. Yeah. Where? Get ready for the horn solos at the um, Adams Avenue Street Fair. Woo. I think we're headlining one of the stages. Nice. So. That sounds um, fun. Yeah. It's cool. It it is it is what it is. It's we always kill it in San Diego, but our show is dwindling. It's dwindling, dude. So many instrumentals for no reason. It's dumb. Anyways, that's my soapbox. I ain't trying to hear that right now. Other than that, my week. Dude. <laughs> corporate after corporate. After wedding after wedding. Yeah, that's good money. Yeah, it's not fun though, dude. Like seriously, most of the t not most of the time, some of the time I'm so bored out of my mind that I'm watching, like I set my phone up on my bass drum and I'm watching like some dude on YouTube restoring a lamp or like <laughs> restoring like some old thing. <sighs> and really? It keeps my mind off of. You watch shows while you're playing drums? Mm -hmm. That's crazy. It's so boring, dude. <laughs> Last night I was so tired playing. I was just like... <laughs> I was so over being I've there. I've never pulled that move before. <laughs> you should try it. It's that's, great. That's a new low. It's so great, dude. Straight up watching shows while you're playing yeah. a gig. Yeah, you can't listen to the volume, you of course. You put the subtitles on. Sometimes I watch The Office <laughs> with subtitles. 
<laughs> you think I'm lying, dude. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's how boring these gigs get sometimes, dude. Uptown, funky you up. I'm just uptown. like, dude, that Michael Scott on The Office is oh. so funny. I'm not, yeah. I, so I was doing that, The Office, but now it's like I'm, I'm into like these... DIY stuff. The, it's like, no, it's like these guys that take these like tools, they'll find like rusted old tools and then they'll restore them and they look brand new. It's great. Or I'll watch motocross, but nice. motocross season's over. So I could see motocross or yeah. moto. Is there moto, no R? Moto, it's not motocross. No R. Motocross. Why, why no R? Cause it's moto. You're motoing. Moto? Moto. Moto. Yeah. Motocross. The, the, um, I don't get it. La Vuelta, which is the tour of Spain, just finished yesterday. So I was all into the Tour de France mm -hmm. bike racing. Everybody gets juiced up. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The Tour of Spain just finished Ooh. yesterday. So I was glued to that. Yeah. Glued. Glued. Yeah. Primos Roglic won. Were you watching that while you're playing drums at a no, gig? No, I can't. Because I paid you money. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to watch that because like people get bummed. Like at first it's funny. Like, dude, are you watching? Oh, you're watching TV. Oh, cool. But it's like, dude, I don't miss a beat, bro. I got it dialed. Mm -hmm. But like last night it was like I kind of missed a few endings. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> For real? Yeah. Um, and, but, that, it was, but it was, was this at someone's wedding no it was a corporate nobody nobody even dude most of the time either that or me and kevin are just going ham like trying to outdo each other with fills or like you know oh my god trying new stuff and then we're That's just like trouble. hey man we gotta try you gotta practice somewhere like yeah um i got some soapboxes for real western standard time is not my real soapbox That's a fake one yeah Real soapboxes. Oh man, we, we we should hear about Pops Week. Yeah, so I want to move on to Pops Week first. Okay, and then we'll get to that after Caitlin. Okay. Okay. All right, Pops. How was your week? Well, <clears throat> I had oral surgery, and it was a fun <laughs> week. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but that's good because you need to get that taken care of. Yeah. Well, getting old. You sucks, had tooth. You, know? you had tooth. Tooth. Teeth pulled out? Yeah, I had three abscess teeth Ew. that I could not have removed because I'm on blood thinners. Oh, boy. And so finally, <laughs> they were able to stop the blood thinners and have them removed. And it has been a long week for me. Did you, did you, do you feel better? Because those were probably poisoning your body. They were. And they said that's part of the reason for the heart problems. But uh, I do feel better. What if you snap back and you just become like, young again oh man that would be great <laughs> you I just love it. i hope that's what it is because you've had those teeth problems for a while yeah and they wouldn't let me remove them so they just kept getting worse and worse and then finally i free at last baby they got them removed okay so yes how's your diet my diet is don't lie <laughs> I thought we were hearing about his I'm, week. I'm so, okay, Phil, I'm gonna shut your mic off. This is an, uh, this is an I'm checking in on my dad's health. health How show. is your diet for real and don't lie? My diet has been pretty good. Pretty good is mm -hmm. not good. Let me tell you, we were at the L.A. County Fair yesterday with all that fair food, and mm -hmm. guess what? You had fried what? Nothing. Yeah, right. Nope, I didn't. Just a taste. Nope. All right. No. Dang. And what about that restaurant that brings out bacon for you as soon as you walk in the door? Nope. Yeah, right. No, I didn't. Call okay, they, Phil. You can call your mom. Phil, call my mom on yeah, that line, you dude. can even call your mom. She will tell it like it is. She will. 
I know you might think I have your mom's number, <laughs> but I do not. I can give it to you <laughs> off um, the air. Uh, if because you're like, because we got some stuff that we're working on. You're not just here to come on the show. No, I'm not. We have some videos. We have a video to make for Shuffle and Bang, yes. our band. Yes. So those of you guys who don't know, Pops and I have a band, traditional ska and jazz called Shuffle and Bang. Yes. Um, and it's combining what I do and what my dad does. My, dad's is, my dad is a jazz singer and he sings other stuff too, but his main focus for the over the years have been jazz, right? Yes. And um, classic jazz, classic love songs, all that stuff. Jazz though, like Eddie Jefferson, uh, Billy Eckstein, Lou Rawls, Nat King Cole, that kind of stuff. Classic. Real crooners, not this Michael Bublé bull crap. Oh. <laughs> this is this show's real, okay? This ain't that. This is real, real vintage croonership. Croonership. Yes. Okay. So we we put those two together and recorded an album. We had an Indiegogo going and we only got 10% of our campaign fulfilled, yes. which mm -hmm. is not enough to put out an album. No. So we uh have been on a hiatus for a while, one for that, because we didn't have the money to do it. So we used the money that we did get to record, to um, have a logo done, to have some music stands done for a show that we just played, or we played uh, last year, or earlier this year, or whenever. Um, and then uh, we, we used it for that kind of stuff, and then we hit a wall because we don't have any more money to do it. It's a pretty good racket you guys got going where you like pretend you're making a record to sell just to get people's <laughs> yeah, money. Yeah, I know. It is. It is. I gotta do that. We should start a business doing it. Okay, we got a great idea. People literally think that's what we did. You got me. Yeah, they really did. Phil, <laughs> Phil did buy an album. Dude. And yep. I, we like he doesn't know, but I'm never giving him that album. <laughs> oh, everybody else one, will get one, but I'll give you one. Um, so we can actually perform it live for you right here, right now, if you want, and then that'll just count. I still he, want. I still want my green vinyl. You got yeah, and he's specific on this green vinyl thing. Is okay? it green? It did. Green vinyl. I, I envisioned yeah. that we would have green vi vinyl, and we will. It might have been a pipe dream. And film. I get a digital oh, copy. <laughs> and I get a coffee date. Yeah, you get a coffee. Get he's a coffee not drinking date. coffee. He doesn't this drink doesn't coffee. count. Yeah, I have to drink decaf. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, anyways, <laughs> what has happened over those that time is, pops has had some health problems. Yes. Um, it's been a rocky road sometimes. Yes. He's trying to get on top of it. That's why I'm harping on his diet. Yes. Because if you fix the diet, that would help. Yes. No chance we could go on tour and promote this album, though, if you're having teeth pulled and you're in the hospital for other things. Yes. Okay, so we got to turn it around. Uh, we're working on it. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I want to hear more about Pop's week. No, but that's the week. He went to the L.A. County Fair and had his teeth pulled. That, I talked to Pop's every, that, every other that day. That was the whole week? Pretty much. See? Okay. <laughs> just all right. pain he's all not week. playing gigs right now because okay, he's just okay. had a procedure. Just... Although I did I did do one thing. I, I had a chance to go hear some of my high school buddies perform the Bromatics. Yes. And uh, that was nice to see my, my, my old friends. They're and, great guys. They're great guys. <laughs> yeah. <are>. Sweet. <laughs> the Bromatics? That's an Bromatics. Under, yeah. That, that's the name of the band? That's the name of the group. They're a singing group, like the Temptations, the Dramatics. Bromatics. The Bromatics. Romeo's in that what band, kind, I'm pretty what sure. Kind of, what kind of stuff material do they do? They do old school, old school uh, stuff that we all grew up with back in the day. It's like a doo-wop group, but like yeah. soul. Yeah, 
it, it, it's soul. like the temptations and, nice and uh, blue magic that and, sounds fun yeah the originals where they perform uh, they performed at this uh restaurant uh, a friend of mine uh promoted them there he used to be with them and he invited me to come out and see him so it was nice to get out and go see them uh friday night and uh anyway that's what i did see i told you that sounds like a good week yeah no it wasn't no i had teeth pulled see uh, yeah Tuesday. that sucks that, yeah that, that really sucks. sucks and then oh, i had to man. take my mom to the fair yeah. i was just thinking about the fair and the bromatics well the fair was great because i had a date with my girlfriend oh wait your mom oh, oh yeah <laughs> she's better say that she's still my girlfriend she's still my girlfriend all right well you see where i get it phil uh-huh man um okay so back to what i was saying we we've had some ups and downs and we yes. haven't been able to put this album out. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, we've been just stopped in our tracks. We played like a couple gigs, but we haven't really done what we really wanted to do. Right. Well, that has changed because Phil, Phil pops got his teeth fixed and, ha and he's working on the heart stuff. Yes. It, it, I want to believe you, but no, I don't know believe if I do. Me. I don't know believe if I do. Believe me. The I people, walked three and a half miles yesterday, man. I feel right. great. Okay. You got to get that I've energy been walking. back up. I'm getting it. Yeah. We still have some things to do in the studio yes. with Pops vocals. Yes. Um, Pops was coming out of other procedures last time we went into the studio, so his voice was very tired. So he wants to redo it was weak. Some stuff. It was very weak. Yeah. So we recently have got the funding though to yes. do this album. Oh yes. yes. Oh yes. man. So the album is coming, people. Yes, it, it is. is coming now for real. We're not yes. just saying we will deliver on our promise. No, no. like this is happening it now. It is happening. We yes. are scheduling studio time, and we are going to come out with the Shuffle and Bang album called yes. Island Bop. Island Bop. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. So um, Great musicians. Yeah. So we're excited about that, and then we're going to do album number two. And mm -hmm. we're gonna get even more money out of you suckers. No, I'm just kidding. Oh <laughs> no, just kidding. man, just kidding. No, no, he's no, kidding. No. We, he's we joking. will deliver. We will deliver. So yes. um, we're excited to say that on the air, and then yeah. we're gonna make a video for our Instagram today that yes. says the same thing. Same thing. And uh, it's gonna be great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna get your vinyl, Phil. So pipe down. It's gonna be green. <laughs> green. Yeah. No, it's finally, it Phil. Be it's been a long process, and I'm been fed up, and I'm tired, and I'm ready to get this happening to all our friends and fans out there. I'm excited. Yeah. So we need to book some gigs, though, because oh, summer's yeah. almost over, and I we're know. like, yeah, we're going to hit it big in summer. We're going to hit it hard in summer. Like, we're going to play, and we're going to, but I want to be, I want to have the album date to, to promote. Well, and then coming up, you know, for next year, especially with all the festivals and things like that, that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. I yeah. just can't wait to be playing congas with you and stuff. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. You're kind of busy though, Phil. Every time I've called you, you're like, "Nope, can't do that." I'm on. I'm going up the West Coast with Cassie B and stuff. Yeah, but Cassie B is a great gig, though. I like Cassie B. My dad just thinks he's hot. She's hot. She is. She's beautiful. <laughs> her bass player is her husband. Or I know, boyfriend I know. or whatever. I, I'm married. I'm Fiance. just saying she's hot. There she is hot. Pops, pops like. Pops is a is a charismatic brother, you know what I'm saying, Phil? <laughs> he's he is smooth he's as a kid. Still got it. Yeah. We went to Mexico. We played a gig in Mexico. Yeah. Dude, this fool, not one of us younger guys in the band could anybody care less about. Everybody all these girls were surrounded around Pops. Like, can we get I a bet. picture? He's so smooth, he doesn't even have to shave. The hair just falls off his face. <laughs> <laughs> and like, dude, he just walks in, he just sings. 
He sings to girls specifically. He doesn't just like sing to the audience. He'll like hold a girl's hand. And oh be like, yeah, how you doing? You're beautiful. <laughs> Don't tell my wife. Whatever, no, you know? Oh, that's not true. <laughs> and then he'll just start singing to her. <laughs> And like she doesn't know what to do with herself. Oh yeah. man, I, I don't have. I'm more like my mom. My brother's like that. Yeah, man. I, I'm more like my mom. Like, don't talk to me. Yep, I'll be watching. <laughs> That's his mom. I'm like, yeah, watching. Can, I'll don't just, mention anything about me on the stage, and no. you know I'm going to do that. No, no, you yeah. know I have to do that. I'll be like, I'm over here. I'll be over here behind the drums yep. watching The Office. Okay? Yep. <laughs> um so yeah so we'll get into a little bit more of of us um right now we're gonna have caitlin on but we want to i want to talk a little bit more about um shuffling bang some stories that sure there's gonna be more stories some stories about my childhood and things that i don't remember Probably we'll some, s- some soap boxes will come out of that. Oh, there is going to be some soap boxes. <laughs> um, yeah, I got some soap boxes about stuff in general. Was he always like this? Dude? Did he do this when he was a little, little he, guy? Like soap boxes? Since boxing? he was little. Really? Yeah. yeah. I'm the same person, Phil. He hasn't changed. I haven't dressed well. the same. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. I saw Nathan James. Nathan James is a great um, blues oh, guitarist man, yes. um, out, out here in this area. And. We, we, we started our professional careers like when we were teenagers, kind of together. Mm-hmm. And um, we played together in a band. And I was like, I don't know, 14 or 15, a blues band. He was 14. We we're the same age. And uh, I saw him one time in San Diego and I walked in and he was like, dude, Corey, he's like, you look exactly the same. You even dress the same, same hat and everything. He's like, you haven't changed at all. I'm like, dude, I'm the same guy. I like the same music. <laughs> Same person. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's have Caitlin on. She's coming on right now. Drum Brigade. Oh yeah, yeah. Drum Brigade podcast, episode fifty-four. Guys, we have someone very special on the line to chat it up with us. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me before I introduce. She's played with Kicking Daisies, Mother Feather. She plays with, or she's she was touring with a band called Tap Dogs, playing drums and percussion. Oh yeah, she plays drums for Cindy Lauper. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Please welcome to the show, Caitlin Califas. Yeah. 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 Hello. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Thank, Thank you for you coming. For having on. me. Yeah. Thanks for coming yeah, on. We're sure. excited. Um, we've been like, we, we follow you on Instagram and, and see all your, you know, your videos and posts and playing with Cindy Lauper and stuff. So cool. You're a heavy hitter. You're a heavy hitting drummer. It's so great. Well, that is all. Thank you. That is my huge John Bonham influence. That's where that comes from. Yeah. Yeah. I can hear it. I can hear it. Yeah. You're, you're great. Zildjian artist. Are you a, a Gretsch artist too? Yeah. Gretsch, Vader, Zildjian, Gibraltar. Yeah. Yeah. Doing it. Doing it on a real, in a real way. Love it. Um, <laughs> that's really cool, man. Thank you so much for coming on. So, um, man, playing with Cindy Lauper, did the whole Warp Tour a few years back with Mother Feather. I mean, like, that's so great. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. What's it? It's been, what, I've had a pretty cool career so far. Yeah, yeah. And so we we've been reading up and like doing some research this morning. You have like a, a great story of how you you auditioned for Cindy Lauper. It's in Modern Drummer. Um, so I'd love to get into that. Um, we actually have a lot in common. 
um, in studio. Pops is here with me, my dad. Hey, how you doing? We we play together. I started playing drums um, at a very young age, just like you, with my dad being a musician and getting me into that. And then I also had a very bad injury on my kick drum foot, and so we have that in common too. Like we, you know, it's pretty cool that like you're. I, I find this a lot doing our show that like most drummers not to that extent but a lot of drummers have a lot of things in common we're just drummers you know that's like that's why we call it the brotherhood of drums because it's just you know what it is we all think the same and have like similar ways about us that are very common you know so but um anyways so what's it like playing with cindy lopper that's so awesome (laughs) (laughs) well it's pretty crazy um also given the fact that she had been famous like 10 years before i was even in this world um i'm only 26 uh (laughs) Uh, so that's a lot of fun for me just to be playing these iconic songs with this iconic artist and then be like negative 10 years old when they came out you know (laughs) (laughs) that's so cool yeah that's yeah um i've everybody loves cindy lopper it's like that whole like the her whole punk thing in the 80s and like she was so unique and so her and then she's still carrying that today and then you know and it's like she was she, i don't i don't ever think she had that period of like dude cindy lopper's so yesterday it's like everybody still loves her she's and great. it's still very relevant and she's sure, one tough yeah. chick man she's she really looks like, good too. still looks good yeah. she's like she yeah, still performs she really, good she really does yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah so we read we read about like as i mentioned we read about your modern drummer um article and and how you got that gig how you auditioned for that gig i guess we can say mm-hmm. uh do you want to tell us a little bit about that sure yeah so um i i had been working a nine to five at the time that i got asked to audition um so obviously i was super excited to not sit at a cubicle um mm-hmm. with the hopes of getting a really great gig um, but unfortunately, leading up to that audition, I think it was I was three weeks out from going to New York City to audition, and um, I was in a car accident that was like Jeez. super terrible. Um, oh, without getting into too many details, it was very very tragic. Um, there was uh, two cars that were racing, and one of them lost control and hit my car. Um, I mean, I'm so happy that everyone involved in my car were okay as my family um oh my but it's, it's very tragic for, for the other car and um it yeah so that yeah. that was like really difficult um on top of then breaking my right foot within Ugh. that car accident which is my kick drum foot so, yeah um, yeah kind yeah. of a big deal <laughs> <laughs> um when yeah yeah for real i i remember that being one of the first things uh when i i i was out of it for a really long time and when i finally like woke up in my ho- uh, my uh, hospital room I was just like, oh, my God, my foot. Oh, no, the audition. Oh, no. And I just had this whole, like, meltdown. Um, But I was like, there's no way I'm not going to do this. This is my my chance. So um, the car accident, I live in Philadelphia, but the car accident happened when I was visiting my parents in Connecticut. So I ended up just staying there um, partially because where I lived in Philly had, you know, everything was upstairs. The bathroom was upstairs, and there was no way I was going to, like, crutch up and down steep stairs all the time. Yeah. Um, so I stayed with my parents and when I got home from the hospital, I had my dad carry me into the basement where my drum set is at, at their house. Um, and I said, can you, at first I said, can you just set this up lefty? I'm going to try this lefty. Um, the open handed lefty, that was just weird. Um, 
Yeah. But I was like, I'm not going to overcomplicate this. Um, and I actually think it was my dad who said, why don't I just go get you a double kick pedal and you just play with your left foot? And I was like, yeah. So <laughs> he went out and got one um, from one of his friends uh, who let me borrow it. Actually, still have it. Oh, right no now. way. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I think I've told him, you know, you want your kick pedal back, but, you know, he's, he's a cool guy. Um, and so, yeah, so I practiced. I had three weeks to practice. And what I did was I turned my left foot sideways. So I, I kind of pushed my, my toes on the hi hat pedal. And then I used my heel mainly on the, uh, no kick, on the left side of the, the kick pedal. And then um, when it came time for like, you know, anything that wasn't involving the hi-hat or maybe, like, hard-hitting, uh, you know, parts where I didn't really need to keep the hi-hat tight, I, I would just, you know, use my full left foot. Yeah. Um, but that's what I did for the audition. Um, no way. That's awesome. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was already nervous enough to, like, go play drums with Cindy Lauper. So to, like, show up on crutches with a big cast, like, up to my knee, it was... It was really nerve wracking. Like oh she, gosh. I didn't even think she was going to be there because I went a little bit early. I'd been to the place where uh, the audition was held, so I was like, "I'll just go to chill on the couches." And uh, I walk in, and she's literally just like there waiting. No for me. way! Like they must have had a break or something. And she's staring at me. I'm staring at her. I'm like both like, "Oh my god, that's Cindy Lauper," and also like, "Oh my god, she's looking at me with <laughs> the injury." <laughs> wow. So, yeah, so I go into the to the room. Um, everyone was super nice. They were kind of just, like, letting me, like, do my thing. They weren't asking too many questions. They were, like, they obviously were, like, what happened. But I didn't want to get, like, you know, dark about it and be, you know. So I was just, like, yeah, you know, it was a car accident. I'm fine. And so <laughs> I just, like, <laughs> but I wasn't. But, like, <laughs> you know. Uh, so I, I go over behind the, the kit and uh, one of the, the techs, set up the kick drum, the pedal for me and everything. Um, and then Cindy comes in and she like literally marches towards me. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Here we go. So I'm like, hi, Cindy. It's nice to meet you. I'm Caitlin. And she just slides right past that and goes, what happened? <laughs> and she's like, not even concerned. She's just like an annoyed. Really? Um, <laughs> no yeah, way. Yeah. She was, cause, well, because, you know, she, she had a tour coming up in, like, a couple weeks. They just auditioned, like, a bunch of other drummers. Uh-huh. And then I come in on crutches. So I think she was just, like, you know, she literally said, like, she was like, you can't do this, honey. You got a cast on your foot. I got a tour, you know. Mm. And I I know I knew that. I would not have gone if I really couldn't do it. But I knew I could. So I, like, I stared her straight in the eyes. I think I put my hands together like in a little praying, uh-huh. you know, the praying emoji. And I looked <laughs> at her and I said, um, I swear to God, I'm not here to waste your time. I was like, just let me audition. I said, when you like what you hear, you know, I promise that I will, I will be back on two feet by the time your tour starts, uh, which was a lie because I had no idea. I've never broken a foot before. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but I said and she she looks at me. She doesn't say another word. Wow! Wow! That takes some guts. Dies and like walks out. Yeah. Wow. So um, <laughs> so I played a couple songs with with the you know the musicians in the band, and we just did like beginnings and endings. Mm-hmm. So when she came in, you'd be on the same page. Um, and right off the bat, she goes, "Let's do Change of Heart." And if you've heard that song before, it has that really. 
that's like do 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 and then the drums have like this really cool and uh i couldn't do that because normally i would you know do the cool foot thing where you Uh can do the triplet kick drum with one foot you know yeah and i couldn't do that with my left foot so i improvise with my hands and then that one's all open hi-hat and cool kick drum so the yeah and like has all this intricate what i'm doing with my left foot my complete opposite foot um and then after that, she goes, let's give her a break in due time. And so at this moment, I'm like, I got through one song. She hasn't said anything negative. Um, and I'm about to play time after time with Cindy Walker. <laughs> like, and that's all I cared about. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, I'm just super stoked that I just have this opportunity. It's like, you know, the crutches are behind me on the floor, and I'm not even thinking about anything I had just been through in the whirlwind of the past three weeks. Yeah. And this moment is all that matters. And we played time after time that we did money changes everything. And at the end of that song, uh, she was facing me and she's singing back and forth and I'm playing drum fill after drum fill. Cause that's when we like to go off and she mm. kind of throws her arms around and almost conducts me in a way on, nice. doing these, you know, cool fills. And, um, and we were rocking out and then, uh, I had prepared six songs, but after that third one, she was like, I'm good. And um, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so right. I'm like, okay. The two words you want to hear yeah. on an audition more than anything. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> and um, so I was like, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I was like, it's, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and then Bill goes, uh, it's about to get a lot more fun. And I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> so I didn't see him make any facial expression to Cindy to say like, you know, in baseball where you're, you're like getting from the third base coach, they're like, you know, bunt is like, you know, they'll press their nose and twist their ear and like yeah. give you a sign. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I didn't see any of that connection. Like if we like her, we'll like pat our head three times. And you know, <laughs> like there was nothing, <laughs> there was no facial expressions. And uh, so he says that and I'm like, Oh gosh. So I'm still keeping my cool. And, uh, and they pack me up. I, for some reason I brought my symbols. And that kick pedal that day. Mm-hmm. And my dad, actually, I didn't mention this. My dad had to bring me because there was no way I could drive. Yeah. Um, and the train was just going to be insane with crutches and all that gear. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Dad, you got to book it. Like, you can't even be here. I'm, at the time, 25 years old. I don't want my dad picking me up <laughs> at this audition. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, just, you know, slide the heavy gear on my back. It's fine, you know. <laughs> and it was like 98 degrees that day. Oh my gosh. Um, so <laughs> I leave and I'm, I call him as soon as I get out to the sidewalk. I'm like, okay, dad, pick me up. And apparently this was like such a fast experience that he literally just sat down and the bartender just handed him his drink. Oh, no way. <laughs> so like, that's how quick this was. Um, and he was like, what? Oh, uh, okay. Um, and so we hang up. I'm like, crap, I can't wait for my dad to pick me up. So I just book it down the street as fast as I can on crutches with all this gear on my oh back. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I, I, get to, <laughs> I get to the parking garage, which is only a few buildings down, and um, my dad calls. He goes, where are you? I was like, where are you? He goes, I'm, I'm at the place. I'm like, get out of there. Like, they can't <laughs> see you. <laughs> and he goes, well, I already asked for you. And I'm like, no, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Um, so he goes, he's like, it's okay. The kid at the front desk said, uh, he wants you to come back. So I'm thinking like, 
maybe they hopefully Cindy and her crew already left and like and the kid at the front desk just wants to be like wow that was really cool mm. you know and say something nice I don't know but it turns out it was uh that Cindy and she told me this a while after um that she tried to call me um and I missed her call because I was crutching with all my gear yeah. <laughs> the street. um and then she also they told her well let's give her the weekend and then we'll tell her on monday that she got the gig and cindy was like no screw that i want to tell her now um so she said that she uh she went out to look for me and that i was already gone um so i guess my dad he waited there um i started crutching back down the street and this was a really really incredible moment because everything I did in music leading up to this moment was because of my dad. Like he's taught me so much. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be a musician if it wasn't for him. So he's standing at the halfway point on the sidewalk between me and the door of the rehearsal place. Mm -hmm. And, and as I get closer to him, I'm just smiling. Cause I'm like, I did it, you know? And then she walks out, Cindy comes out and she just screams to me down the street. And there's just like, regular people walking up and down the street and my dad right there. And she just goes, Hey kid. And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, good news, bad news. I'm like, uh Oh, and then she goes, you got the gig. <laughs> and so I'm just That's like, awesome. what? <laughs> I still don't know what the bad news is. Maybe the bad news was like, you're going to have to hurry it up with your recovery. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Wow. Uh, and then just to see my dad's face, I just looked over at him and he's got tears in his eyes. I'm just like, I'm emotional because I had just focused on this. Like I got into this horrible car accident, but all I did was focus on the dream gig that I wanted. Yeah. Um, so it was like kind of, it was kind of incredible to actually get it <laughs> despite all of those right. circumstances. Um, and then, yeah, we just chatted. The rest of the band came out and they were clapping and cheering. Um, so that is my, my audition story. That is, <laughs> that's so great. That's probably the greatest audition story <laughs> yeah. ever. That sounds like it should be in a movie. Yeah, that should be a movie. <laughs> and, and as a dad, I can I know how your dad felt. I, I really do. I, I can yeah. just see him and, and, and feel his pride. Yeah, that's cool. Um, knowing that. Man, that's yeah. so great. It's probably great it probably spoke volumes to her to Cindy and her band. Like, here's this girl, like trying to beat the odds and trying her real truly like her true best coming to an mm -hmm. audition like on crutches like a lot of people wouldn't do that a lot of people wouldn't just be mm -hmm. like no i'm gonna like i'm gonna do that. like i can't imagine going to like a high profile gig like that and being like don't mind my cast and my crutches like I'm yeah i'd be freaking out <laughs> that's insane yeah <laughs> that's awesome. yeah, yeah that's so i was great. so nervous yeah it was it was pretty crazy actually um I will I will keep it clean, but she did call me a bad. Well, can I say one word? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she said she said you're one bad mother effer, um, <laughs> and she said that to me over and over that day when we were wow. standing out on the That's sidewalk. That's what I mean. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that had to that had to speak yeah. to her. Like that had to be like, dude, here's this girl. Like you know, like just still gonna come in here and do mm -hmm. it no matter what you know that's 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 pretty awesome and nail it and then nail it on top of that yeah if she can if you can do it in a cast and all yeah. these other drummers auditioned like without those circumstances that's that's yeah you know that's saying something that, what a great story yeah they 
Yeah, and then I had only a couple weeks between then and uh, the start of rehearsals to get my foot back. Uh, And I I did uh, physical therapy three days a week. Oh, my gosh. It was tough. And to be honest, it's been, what, a year and a half Mm -hmm. since my accident, and I am still always in pain. Um, I've been seeing a lot of doctors just to kind of figure out what, what to do. I mean... Maybe I should ask you what 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 procedures did you have done and has they helped you uh, since? Yeah, then? Um, I uh, mine was a, a long time ago, um, and I I had a severely bad injury where I almost lost my foot. They they were telling me that I was gonna wow. I might have to have my foot amputated, which was like when I heard that I was like no 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 we got to do whatever it's gonna take. I'll deal with the pain, but like I need my foot, you know. Wow. Um, but I, um, I, I broke my ankle and my heel and, um, and I shattered my heel. And so they put it all together, screwed everything together. And then I was recovering for a long time after that for, for a year, at least, um, I was on crutches for five months and, and, um, and then, but shortly after that, I went on tour, like I was on tour and it was rough. It was rough. The days like on tour where it was like raining, there was there was a there was like one or two times where I had to have the band's help to carry me off stage because I couldn't even walk on my foot. It hurt so bad. Um, yeah, it's true. The weather seriously messes with it. Yeah, yeah. And so I um I'm grateful that I'm I don't take pills anymore. But I was taking pills for a long time. The whole time I was on Warp Tour, we did did the whole entire Warp Tour in 2008, and I was like on pills the whole time. Um, Wow. just to get through it. Um, but you know, it's, uh, it, my, my injury is, um, it still hurts and I'm, I'm definitely not a hundred percent. Like I'll never be a hundred percent, but I can walk mm-hmm. normally. I can play drums pretty normal. Um, it never hurts when I play drums. And so wow, that's, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, it's still, I don't, I don't, I think my foot would have been faster. Um, if I didn't have all this metal in my ankle, but like, I don't think that's, yeah, I don't think it's really necessary for, unless you're doing crazy chops or something, like, I can still get by with what I got, so, um, it hasn't really hindered yeah. me from taking on any gig whatsoever, and, um, it, I, I was like, when I, when I had my injury, I was like, I hope I can just get 10 more years out of my career, and that was like 14 mm-hmm. years ago, so, um, good like oh, that's good, yeah. that's but, good um, to hear. I did, um, hydrocortisone <laughs> shot helped me a lot. Yes. Took, took away the pain. Okay, I just got one last week. Yeah. So it, yeah. It's that, been, it's, so I hope that I can do that. Yeah. It's, um, I know you there. can't do it all the time. Like you can't, you can't, mm-hmm. you can, I, like the doctor's like, maybe you can only have like one or two and I only needed one and it changed the game. Um, mm-hmm. took away all the pain, but that was like, that was like six months into my recovery. So that it's, I mean. 14 years later, it just, my ankle just pops and like snaps all the time, but it doesn't hurt. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and so I broke that bone that was like, it's on top of your foot where like all the bones, all the toes and all the bones connect. Oh yeah. Oh, so it's just like, it, oh, yeah. it was, it's like the, it looked like the smallest little thing. I've never broken anything before, but it has caused so much like pain. I mean, to the fact that I, certain pairs of shoes I can't even wear that yeah. I'm like, what? These are just like, they're not even, I can't wear heels anymore. Oh man. I guess is okay. Like I'll try to do the platforms cause I'm pretty short, but those hurt too. Like everything oh, hurts. Oh man. I'm just like playing drums hurts. 
everything hurts, but uh, I mean, I'm still kind of fresh out of it. I just hope that uh, I hope that over time it, it just gets better. But the cortisone shot I, I noticed has has done a little bit of of buffering between yeah. the pain. It's still there, but it's not like to the point where I can't walk the next day after a show. It will. It'll get better. You'll just you'll just kind of get used to it. I think um, even if it if it continuously hurts, you'll be able to like just it's it's like for me it's just a part of my life now so there's days where i'm like oh my ankle hurts but it is what it is but i know drumming drumming is like physical therapy for it you know it it can be irritating now but i'll be honest like i was taking pills like three years after my injury just just, on days like it was really hurting and um i i ran it by the doctor like how long do a lot of the patients that have you know this injury and he's like oh we're talking years and I was like really cautious, like of of you know getting an addiction, and you know, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I I uh, it it helped. I mean, I ha- you have to function. I couldn't really play drums on pills though, but um, but uh, it it yeah. <laughs> it's a bad injury, you know. It's that's what it's that's what they're for. It's just it's dangerous, you know. So, um, but you it will get better. A year and a half after my injury, it was miserable. Still, it was like. <laughs> it was crazy bad or like even three years after my injury, it was still, re- I was l- still limping, you know, like a year and a half after my injury, I was, mm-hmm. I was still super swollen and still limping everywhere. And, um, there was days on the drums where I was just like, I don't know how I'm going to make it through this show, you know? And then it would, yeah. it would go away a little bit, but, um, but it, it will get better. It will, it will get better. Oh, but, that's um, good to hear. Yeah. And, and like, I, I continued with physical therapy as long as I could until I could like walk normal and, you know, kind of tough through wanting to limp, you know, or walk with a cane or something like I, I really stuck with, and I still do a lot of like, I'm into cycling. So I, I still ride my bike like crazy. And then the, the doctor was like, drumming will help your physical therapy, but still do stretches, still try to like work some of that scar tissue out of your bone, you know, and get, get it back to normal. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been, it's been like a tough year for me because shortly after that accident, I turned 26. So being a musician full time, being 26 and just recovering from a big injury and then the health insurance thing. Yeah. So that's been, it's been really hard to, to maintain some of those, those, you know, doctor visits and everything just because of it. Yeah. Tough. <laughs> yeah. It was the same, same for me. It was dude, the funny, the craziest thing for me was this was at a time where I was, I was younger. I was just, you know, I was, and it was a month after I got married, like we got back from our honeymoon. We were back from our honeymoon for two weeks and I was like, Hey, I'm going to go out with some of my buddies and like go ride motorcycles out in the desert and destroyed my ankle. And then I was so caught up in our wedding and caught up in touring and all this stuff that I forgot about my health insurance. And so I didn't pay it the whole time. Like I was on my honeymoon and stuff and I was laying in the hospital bed with my leg elevated, like above my head. And we call the insurance and they're like, you're one day away from your insurance lapsing. So we either need a payment right now or we're not covering anything. I was like, oh, wow. whoa. And like, I immediately paid it from the hospital bed and then they covered the health insurance was much better back then, but I didn't have the best one, but they covered, they covered my insurance. Like they covered 
the, I had two surgeries and, and all this other stuff, physical therapy and stuff. They, they, it was like the first one was like $11,000. The second one was $33,000 or something. And they covered, they covered both surgeries. So thank goodness. <laughs> one day away. If it was yeah. one day later, I would have been, I would have been like still <laughs> in debt. So, well, it's good to hear though, that you're, you're still like, you're, you're powering through and you're, you're, you know, you're doing this, you're doing it. You're doing these great gigs and you're, you know, you're like, on top that's really great you're like not letting it get you down even still so oh for sure i mean how could i yeah you know these are like incredible opportunities i'll do anything you know yeah living the dream (laughs) that's cool so so um so like what is what is that what are you up to like these days are you just in between tours right now with with cindy or are you doing like local gigs or like what do you do on it i know i read that you're um a graphic designer which we might need to mm-hmm. hire you for the drum brigade. But anyways, cool. aside from that, sure. our graphic designer sucks, dude. No, he doesn't suck. He's very oh. good. He's very good. <laughs> but I have this problem with graphic designers that they're like, it's like, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll do that for sure. And then I'm like, like two weeks later, like, Hey bro, how's it going? Uh, we get that stuff designed yet. And you know, it's like, it's yeah, it's always, it's always that story. So, um, <laughs> So yeah, take us through like what what are you up to these days? Like what is what's your what's your daily thing? Sure, my daily thing has been pretty relaxed. Um I have done well between the last couple of Cindy gigs that I've done and um and the next one is actually coming up uh in a couple of weeks. Um but I'll get to that. Um I have a lot of gigs that I get hired for in New York City with a lot of um local artists cool um you know i'll I'll go a couple days a week we'll do a couple rehearsals and then we'll have the show at some fun local venues um so i've done that which is always exciting to then drive two hours into the city uh, there and back but uh i actually don't mind it too much um and then day to day i I, uh, live in a one-bedroom apartment um with my girlfriend and our two cats uh edith and remo um, Another thing we have in and, common. Uh, I have two cats too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I have a electronic drum set, my Roland TD17 set up at all times. Um, we got amps and guitars and basses. Nice. Um, and so I dabble in in uh, a little bit of graphic design throughout the day. I have like a little part time gig, and then um, you know, right now I'm actually recording a lot of. Um, a lot of music um, through Logic Pro X on my computer. Um, just having a lot of fun with that. I have I write songs, um, and and then I practice drums. I go to the gym. I make a nice dinner. It's kind of <laughs> a relaxed environment when I'm not doing uh, you know a show or a tour. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoy it. That's cool. Um, and then coming up, I actually have uh, we're going to Japan for eight shows, I believe. Wow. Um, uh, starting in October. So, uh, that's with Cindy and, uh, I've never been to Japan. I've oh, always man. wanted to go to Japan. So this is like another dream experience. <laughs> you are going to absolutely love it. So amazing. So I'm excited. It's yeah. like probably mm-hmm. my, f- my favorite place I've ever played it. Like Japan awesome. is amazing. Um, yeah, really like the nicest people in the world. Just so nice. Uh, that's what i hear best food too best food too if you eat fish i don't eat fish um (laughs) 
uh, oh, yeah. don't stick your chopsticks in the rice. I did this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I almost like, I almost got like deported or something. Like it was like the worst thing you could possibly ever do. Uh-huh. <laughs> Doesn't that have to do with like, it has to do with like some of their funeral stuff, right? I don't know. They, it was the, I don't know. Like our sweet little innocent, like little tour, like tour manager, like person that was there helping us. I was just backstage, like eating like a teriyaki bowl, just chilling out. And I was like, Oh, I need a drink. And then like, I stabbed my rice with my chopsticks, the worst thing ever. (laughs) And I came back and it was like, she went from being the sweetest, nicest, like most just petite little young girl to like this, just, I was so scared of her. Like after that, just like, you do not do this here. She's like, this is extremely oh, wow. rude. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And she's just like, <laughs> like, it was like, I was, it, she, they said it was like the equivalent of like spitting in the chef's face and being like, your food wow. sucks. Wow. <laughs> I was like, wow. I don't, I love the food. It's delicious. <laughs> but she was just like, not, t- she was not having it. It was just not good. Wow. Yeah. I, um, I, I'm lucky. I, so when I was on the, the tour with Tap Dogs recently, uh-huh. uh, the other drummer, that was on that gig. Uh, she did per- strictly percussion in her tap. We were actually in two scaffolding towers. Wow. So uh, that's what I meant when I was referring to her tower. Um, she is from Japan. Okay. And we just became super, super close best friends on that tour. So I learned a lot from her. Um, and I actually am really, really excited because when I finish my tour in Japan, I'm spending one extra day there with Heck her yeah. because she's doing a tour that starts two days after mine. Nice. And so we kind of have like a, a blip of time to hang out and, uh, yeah, that's, cool. that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. When are you coming to California? Uh, I actually was thinking of doing that. Um, just, just for fun. Um, possibly in the next couple of months, uh, depending financially, um, after the tour, if I can swing that or not, but there are a lot of musician friends out there that I've been talking to a lot of other drummers um, that I just love to meet up with and a lot of old friends too. Heck yeah. Um, but yeah, but we did uh, last summer was the tour with Rod Stewart and Cindy Lauper and we were in California for a couple of shows. So nice. I don't have anything lined up right now, but hopefully <laughs> if you ever roll through uh, Oceanside, come through yes. the beat locker, hang out with us. We'll shed could be on the show for sure It'll, we'll have burritos oh, it'll be a great, great. thing <laughs> yeah. yeah uh you guys right. you guys want to get on the wheel of death yeah. yeah all right let's do it let's do this drum, 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 drum brigade podcast yeah drum brigade podcast episode 54 we got caitlin califus on the line with us um, man, what a crazy good story that Cindy Lauper audition is. Yeah, sure <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Man, that is amazing. <laughs> I've never heard a story like that. That's cool. Um, all right, so Wheel of Death, it's just, um, you know, some of them are nonsense questions and some of them are meaningful questions, but um, so we'll, like, we'll, we'll just answer them as we go. All right? You guys down? Here we yeah. go. Sounds good. I'm going to spin it. Don't make fun of our sound effects, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this one simply says, yeah. this one simply says, Cajon, question mark. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I uh, tried. <laughs> Am I allowed to answer it? Yeah, yeah, you're, you go first. 
Okay, I tried. I tried, but there's something about like being curled up in a ball <laughs> and playing drums that doesn't feel fun to me. Um, yeah. But then again, that is that goes strictly by like me putzing around a music store and being like, yeah, nah, no, I'm good. So <laughs> I don't really have much experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Phil, what do you what do you think? I hate cajones. <laughs> Just that dumb. It's dumb. I don't like it. I, I hate that that uh, gig like venues will yeah ex- specifically say that you can only play cajon. Like it's not like you just have to play quiet. You have to play a cajon. Yeah, I hate that. Cajon. Not yeah. not no. down with cajones. Not gonna buy one. Never will. I I'm kind of down with them. <laughs> I got two of them, <laughs> but oh. I still do think they're dumb. I just <laughs> okay. Got him. People have taken this cajon thing too far. Now you can get little like bass drums that like stretch out, and then you can like you put you know when you put the like the the shell thing on your on your foot, and then you can like bounce your foot up and down, and it makes like a hi hat sound. And mm-hmm. bro, get out of here with that. Just play a drum set quietly. Yeah, <laughs> they're trying to be like the cajon version of Neil Peart over yeah, there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like double cajones. You just you know, it's like it doesn't work that way, dude. Double like <laughs> heavy metal cajon. Yeah, <laughs> blast beats on cajon. <laughs> it, okay, one time I went to a drum circle, like like because my wife got me a a, a cajon for our anniversary, oh, yeah. and so. Sorry. I went to a drum circle and even percussionists are like, bro, who is this fool? <laughs> With a cone. And then it's like way quieter than actual percussion. So what's the point? I don't know. Oh. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I hate him. Pops, what do you think about cajones? Mm-hmm. You know what it is? I do know what it is. Yeah. Kingdom Cajones is my Oh, yeah. Kingdom yeah, Cajones. That guy's cool. Yeah. His, his sound great. And uh, he's, a, he's a great. He makes them and they sound wonderful to me. But. <laughs> I wouldn't have it on my gear. Yeah, heck yeah. No, I wouldn't either. No. Just play drums quiet. Yeah. It is a good tool to have, Phil, because <laughs> yeah. just in case you do get one of those gigs where you're like, you're playing on the radio or something and they need an acoustic set. Yep. It is good to have something to be able to play. Or yeah. like I've gotten calls for like, hey, I'm playing at this winery or something, some some jazzy brunch, and they need, I would rather just have like a snare drum, but they're like, no, they want cajon. Well, I can miss out on some money, so I'll just be like, yeah, I can play it, Cone. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, what I did one time for uh, an acoustic gig was I took a floor tom and a snare drum, and then I, at the time, didn't have any other type of tambourine mm. besides one that has, like, the, the mesh head on it, and then it's round. But my tiny foot fit perfectly inside of it. Nice. <laughs> so nice. I made my... <laughs> I made my own uh, like little belt to go over the top of my foot. So I literally wore it like a shoe, like a sandal. And then <laughs> um, nice. I used bundle sticks and brushes and all sorts of fun stuff on the floor tom and the snare to kind of kind of mimic hi-hat, kick, and snare. So yeah, that worked cool. successfully for me. See, no cajon. That's way cooler than a cajon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've gotten, I've used, um, I used to have this like odory little tiny 14 inch kick drum, drum kit. And sometimes on those gigs, mm-hmm. they'd be like, yeah, it's acoustic. Um, there's two, two things I would do. I would either bring that. I don't have that anymore, but I'd bring that little 14 inch kick drum and be like, see, it's like as big as a cajon and it's so cute. And then the mm-hmm. other thing is when they're like, oh, it's an acoustic gig. It's very quiet. I'll bring an SPDS X with a kick yeah, drum and then go. be like, see, you can control now, what the volume. About, mm. 
what about good old-fashioned suitcase? Or a suitcase, I would do way before I'd do a cajon. Yeah, proudly. I, I would rather I do think that. That's than a really, cajon. really cool. Yeah, yeah. That's a great. That's a great thing. Um, all right. Yeah. Let's let's spin it again. Oh boy, let's not get me started on this. Uh oh. <laughs> this one says, "Let's talk about the industry. What would you?" What about the industry would you change if you could? We're talking about the drum industry, not the music industry. Because there's tons oh, of stuff we change about the music funny. industry. The drum industry, oh boy. I got a lot to say about that. But let's let's one of you guys start. How about how about you, Caitlin? What I'm, would you change? I'm brainstorming. I am brainstorming <laughs> <Okay>. right now. <laughs> Funky My fellow. experience is a uh, little bit different because I am a female drummer. So yeah. So what's dif- that, I mean, what's different about it? I, I don't know. I don't know if this falls into that category or not, but it it kind of is comical these days for me, whereas before it used to annoy me and upset me a little bit. Mm-hmm. But when I'm going to a new gig and the sound guy's there, he's like the house sound guy, and he's all like, you know, miking my drums and acting like, you know, make sure you don't hit my mics, you know, oh, and boy. all these <laughs> kind of derogatory <laughs> things. Um, and just kind of like, and I, uh, yeah, I play drums. So like, I know, okay, you don't have to tell me, you know, Dude. and then just a little bit mean. And, and then I play my show and afterwards he's like, Oh my God, you're so good. Uh, that <laughs> kind like of so much <laughs> doubt. Uh, so messed up. I don't, I don't know if it falls under the same category. That as, definitely as falls under the category. That works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Can you but, imagine but me going through that yeah. fill and the amount of soapboxes I would have? Yeah. I oh my <laughs> gosh. She, yeah, you must deal with so much BS. <laughs> I mean, not so much anymore. It it used to happen a lot when I was even younger. Like in that band, Kicking Daisies, uh-huh. uh, my sister was the bass player in that. So we also, so it was the two of us, and then we had two boys, and the two boys were like setting up. And meanwhile, they're like they're, we were really young at the time, so like they're probably like messing around and like not paying attention, and actually being ones that the sound guy would be annoyed with. And then there's my sister and I all professional and like, you know, not saying anything till we need to. And, and they're just like treating us not okay because oh we're young gosh. girls. That would I, make me so mad. Fun. If I saw I that, mean, I did this the other, if, if I saw uh-huh. that going on, I would just be like, bro, what is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> yeah. what is wrong with you? It's so well, ridiculous. I just play it like a game now. Cause I know what's going to happen afterwards. I mean, I was at, I was down the street uh, two nights ago, listening to a band play, there's like a new venue near me, and uh, my girlfriend and I are having an old fashioned and watching this band. And the the venue was like super super big, and it had these like tin ceilings and uh, brick walls, and everything was echoing. Um, the sound guy did a great job with with that room, but the drummer himself, even though only the kick drum was being miked, mm. um, he was he was playing like the snare and cymbals and kick drum. Perfect. Toms, I was like, I see you, but I don't hear you. So <laughs> the sound guy came over to me and he was like sitting sitting near me because I was like in the center of the room. And um and he's just watching. So I was actually just more asking him if he worked there because I was interested in possibly booking a gig there mm-hmm. since it's nearby. And uh, but I didn't say any of that and I just we started talking about the room and he's like, If you only knew how to EQ this room, if you only knew how <laughs> how to be a musician on that stage and i'm just like i'm just sitting there and, and my girlfriend's laughing and uh, 
I don't say anything. I don't say anything at all because I'm just, and please don't get me wrong, I am not like a big-headed, self-centered person, but in this moment, I had this rage where I just wanted to be like, this room, you ever tried playing drums in Madison Square Garden? (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) I wish you would. But I'm not, I'm not. (laughs) Sometimes, though, you know, it's like sometimes it's like, should I just go in on this guy, like, and just be like, if you only knew who I am, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, it's like. But I still feel super new, so I, I, I wouldn't ever, but you know. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't either. One but time, but these, do, who, yeah, do, these guys need to get over themselves, man. It's so ridiculous. That's that's totally ridiculous. That's like that. I can't even believe that. Like the backhanded comments and like that that. Yeah, it's something that obviously being, you know, male drummers, we deal with other stupid crap from grumpy sound men and stuff, but I never would even imagine that happening with like a female drummer. Like, are you sure you know how to do this? Like kind of attitude. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. My wife my wife's a musician and she deals with that kind of stuff all the time. Where it's just like assumed that you're you don't know what you're doing or something. Yeah. It's do it's a lot ridiculous. of do a lot of like people like that assume that you can't hit your drums hard, like that you're just like yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh huh. They're, they're like, make sure you hit hard, hit as hard as you can, <laughs> and then I hit hard, and they're like, okay, maybe not that. Hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, oh, but I still, thought that's what even, you wanted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure for you guys, maybe they say like, don't hit too hard. Yeah. <laughs> like it's the opposite. That just never comes up. It's just like. Yeah, let me get some kick yeah. drum, you know, like that kind of thing. But it's not like, you know, it's I've never I've never had that. Like, are you sure you know how to hit these type of these things? You know, these are drums. Yeah. Do you know how to play them? Like that <laughs> attitude, like get out of here with that. It's so stupid. Uh, Funky it, Phil. It is. I always, yeah, I can no, go forever on it, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a, that's a whole nother, like, that's a topic that we could, that should be like the topic of the show that nonsense that's something that i we, we've had a, other female drummers on of course but that was something that i wanted to bring up like with um i forget who it was that was on i think it was um maybe liz um but anyways we were we've chatted about like what what differences there are you know it's it's a hard concept to come up with for like a show theme but like what are some challenges that female drummers deal with that we would never even know and now <clears throat> that that being one of them you know that's just like Come on. Why do you think because I'm female, you know, I don't know how to play drums? It's ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, um, Funky Phil, what would you change? About the drum industry? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. It's tough. I mean, you know, everything she just said. That'd be <laughs> You deal with that too, huh? <laughs> I don't, but I still think it's, it's lame. Yeah. But, um, I don't, geez, I don't know. Oh, I got I mean, so much. I know so many things dorky. There's a lot of dorky stuff out there with like equipment and I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot yeah, like (laughs) fill takeaway cajones. Cajones, yeah. (laughs) I would just make those disappear from you know, mainstream gigging. Yeah. (laughs) Entirely. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll I'll do that. Pops. Thanks for that. What would you change? (laughs) What I would change as a singer, the front man. Is these drummers that think that they have to get on and do everything from every solo bang? I mean, chops. You know, it, it's so annoying because I'm a pocket kind of guy, and I want pocket. I don't want to hear how you know Dennis Chambers on every 
you know, every and I love Dennis Chambers, but there's a, there's a time and a place. And so for me in the industry, it's finding those drummers who just are solid drummers and, you know, it's not about them, it's about the band. And, and so that, that's how I feel as a, as a front man. I, I, I want to like hear, that. yeah, I, I just, I, I've always been, uh, that's, I've always been adamant about that. I play with some great drummers and, you know, they, they've always been very professional and, and about the gig and not about themselves. On the big gigs, um, well, some of the big gigs, you know, like those kind of drummers aren't getting the work, but then on the big pop gigs, those are the only drummers getting the work, yeah. you know, like, yeah. um, so I think there's a time and a place for it, but it has to be done tastefully. If it's like, well, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah if, if it's guys that are just chopping up over your vocals, that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, who's actually really good at that is Tony Royster Jr. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he posts a lot about that. Um, he, when he was uh, touring with Katy Perry, he posted a lot about staying in the pocket, playing right. your part and yeah. knowing when the right time to go off and do yeah, your thing is. Right. And he was like, even if you're bored, cause you know, you can just go nuts or you're feeling like this energy to like do this crazy fill or, you know, he was like, play your part. Exactly. Either. That's what you were hired to do. Exactly. And he does it well. He's, exactly. if anybody can chop mm -hmm. it up, you know, yeah, he's Tony Royce. Yeah. But the, the thing, what For I sure. meant about that is that, uh, like you're saying with playing with Katy Perry, it's Katy Perry. It's not Tony Royster jr. Yeah. And, and so you okay. have to play within yourself and and that's what i respect uh like i said my favorite drummer is dennis chambers and you know that guy plays within himself but then when it's time to do what he has to do he does it so that's what i was yeah talking about. him with him with uh steely dan yeah. he like he or, mm -hmm. or with santana it's yeah. like you know it's dennis but it's he plays he plays their tunes yes. and then when they let him shine then he does yeah, you know that, that's so, my, that's my yeah. pet peeve um so yeah uh for me i ha i can I, I there's a lot of different directions there's a lot of things i would change if anybody knows me like i've gone off on all kinds of things about the drum industry i think it's the most outdated bogus industry that is in <laughs> any industry these days but there's so many things. My biggest, my biggest thing that I would change is <clears throat> I can't stand a lot of the, um, these companies that these guys that are all about bottom line, which I understand is, is an important detail in any business, but these guys aren't drummers. So like the biggest distribute distribution or distributor in, in America or probably maybe worldwide, I don't know, is big bang. The dude from big bang does play drums, but he's like a total bottom line guy. And, um, so my point is these guys force us as drummers or just the average drummer or just like the weekend drummer or whoever to use whatever they want. So whatever they distribute to guitar center or Sam Ash or Sweetwater or whatever, they are forcing us to use all these cheap garbage products when there are some great products out there that, you know, but they, they don't really know what we want as real drummers because, and even if we're like, Hey, we want this, we want something like this or something like that. <clears throat> they're not going to do it because they're like, well, the bottom line isn't good enough for me. Like I, I need to be able to make it in China. I need to be able to have it shipped really cheap. I need to do it in bulk. I need to use these materials. You know, the list goes on. So I'm being told what I can use, um, by some guy in a suit that doesn't, isn't a real drummer. That's a big problem for me. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, and and like they're, they're, these guys, like these, I, I, one, like these guys, don't get like what we do and how things that they can, you know, an average guy can buy can make our job easier. You know, the right bag can make like a fly out date easier or better for us, you know, and, and stuff that holds up, you know, it, it's not made cheaply so that we have to keep buying it. So you're, you keep making mm-hmm. money. Are you talking about hardware bags in particular? Oh yeah. Symbol <laughs> bags, hardware bags. I've had so many of them. Yeah. 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 And, and there are a few out there that are cool, but then like maybe we're all individuals and like, maybe we don't want like a black canvas bag which like 99% of every bag out there is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> they all use the same materials from the same factory. It seems like in China and, and that's fine, dude, there's a place for that. But what I'm saying is the majority of our industry doesn't know any different. It's just, this is what they got at guitar center. So it must be good. You know? So mm-hmm. I, I can go on and on and on about our industry and how, stupid the drum industry is yeah a lot of these guys don't understand like they don't they just don't get it but i'll just leave it at that like get out of your suit and play drums survey survey real drummers exactly exactly i mean that's that's how any company would get their best results is to survey the people who use their product yeah but then you get you get these guys like you go to nam show and then you get all these morons that are like trying to be like them and they're like i got a great idea like let's make this and it's like that's why would I ever want to use that? Like, you know, that's like completely not practical. Like I'm not, I don't want to be specific yeah. because dude, I know the struggle of like trying to come up with drum products too, but, but like there's some products out there where I'm like, come on, bro. That's it. That's like, why would you think I would want to use that or any drum? Yeah. Anyways, I, I'm, I'm being very vague, but you know what I'm saying? The industry, <laughs> our drum industry oh, needs I, a complete I, makeover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for sure yeah all right so should we do one more or, that, or do you think that's good that depends i mean on... i'm having fun all right let's okay, do one let's more do let's one do one more, more. which yeah. we, we try to keep our guests on for only an hour but um let's let's do um okay i like this I, uh, let's do one more um i like that idea okay snap your fingers you are no longer a drummer what's your career don't say graphic designer. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, oh, gosh, that's tough. Um, what have I said? I've said this before. I've answered this question before to myself. Um, I don't know, but what about you? I'll, I'll uh, think about this. <laughs> funky Phil. Surf, surf instructor in Hawaii. What? <laughs> that's right? what you want to be? No, now? that's what you want to be. Oh, that was that was that was like some weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um I guess I would I would be like a food critic right now. Oh. Like, right now. You must be hungry. It must be cuz I'm hungry, but yeah, just get to go. A food critic. I get paid to like eat eat incredible You'd food and to write eat about meat, it. Phil. No, I could just be a vegetarian, a vegetarian food, food critic. Food critic. There you go, vegetarian <laughs> food critic, okay? Dang, make it up Bam. jobs. That's cool. All right. Um, I can choose whatever job I want, Corey. All right. Yeah, that's your, it's your, it's your question, man. It's just, uh, Pops, you're not a singer or a retired RV or what are you? <laughs> a professional basketball player. Really? Dang. <laughs> man, I, that was always my dream. That's like a little kid dream. Well, I was a little kid at one <laughs> time, right. you know? I mean, and, and if I was, no, seriously, 
Um, you can choose that one. No, I, I, I would like to be a uh, man. That, that, let me come back to me on that. Oh, see? Yeah, right. that's I a mean, tough one. I always say the same thing. I'd be a professional cyclist. Or a, professional, or a professional motocross racer. Come up with a new one. All yeah, right, all right. New one, man. I would probably be, uh, I've said that I would want to be a documentary maker on this show. I got to come up with another new mm. one. Maybe a writer for like a magazine. You're just stealing my job. That's cool. Yeah, I would like, <laughs> maybe not a drum magazine though. Like, okay. like, like I want to be a real writer. For like the Washington Post? Maybe. Or like, no, I would want to be. A journalist? Yeah. Fiction, maybe, maybe an, an, an maybe a singer. Whoa! Yeah, I've never been. A, I've never. Not, I'm too scared to be a singer. Okay. <laughs> I'm too. Uh, so, but real, like on a real level, like I gotta be the guy in the like. How's everyone feeling? Like, all right, this you'd, next like, song you'd be is like Bruno Mars. Yeah, I have to dance and stuff. <laughs> you just play uptown funk all the time. If, I'm, <laughs> if I was anyone but a drummer, but I was in a band, I wouldn't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, like, that's I don't how know, I am I don't too. Know. I'd have to, <laughs> like, I just don't know how to step out from behind the kit. Dude, yeah. it's so true. Yeah. And, you know, as a as a singer who, you know, loves the drums and all that, I, I mean, since I was a kid, I loved you know, drums. I just never played them. But uh, uh, being a lead singer, front person and all that, it, it is that it is cool. There's nothing like it. And I've always, you know, yeah. my, my wife used to always say, you know, how come, you know, you're this person, and then when you get on stage, you're that person. And I was like, I don't know, that's just who I am. But I, I think I, I want to be a guitar player because I always <laughs> love uh, Jimmy Page uh, and and uh, Jimi Hendrix, and you know, so I, I'd want to be, you know, and, and George Benson. So I'd be like, I want to be all of those guys. <laughs> you know, I, I love I love guitar playing. So okay, but what if you couldn't be anything in the music industry? You had to be like you have no music ability, no artistic talent wow. whatsoever. What I, would you want to be? Um, You're gonna laugh when I say this. I want to be a dad all over again. Oh boy, I, that's why you want grandkids. I, I I love you. Gonna being make a me dad. puke in my coffee cup. Dude, <laughs> seriously, I, I would go back in time and be a dad again. I would do it tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I love it that I loved it that much. Well, that's nice. <laughs> no, I think seriously. I know. Yeah, okay, what 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 are you gonna be if you're not a drummer? Uh, so I I've thought about this. Um, and not a graphic designer. I probably <laughs> honestly wouldn't also be a graphic designer. Yeah. I would want to be something practical where I make a lot of money and I'm like super amazing at it. Like my mom is like, I don't, I'm, she's a vice president in a hospital. So I'm like wow. super proud wow. of her. Um, and I, I see that and I'm just like, I, I always tell her she's the true rock star in the family. Cause she's just like continually climbed the ladder from like, wow. You know, yeah. oh. we lost you. We lost you And like you getting again. us ready for school and then going and doing it all over again. But now she's like up there and she's like the main, you know, like she, I think, so she, uh, she's the vice president, chief nursing officer, chief nursing officer. She like runs all the nurses and they wow. like come to her with ideas and she actually helps them, you know, get these ideas happening and i just think that's really really cool but cool. i am very afraid of blood and guts and anything to do yeah. with bodies so <laughs> i couldn't be a nurse okay <laughs> i'm gonna change mine i don't want to be a writer that's dumb or my hand would get tired and i'm not cut out to be a singer what i would want to be 
is an influencer, like a social media influencer that just travels. Oh, that was my other, that was my other <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah, I just want to like take selfies on cliffs and be like, yeah, y'all, I'm here yes. in Dubai or something, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, no, I literally was thinking this. My, I was going to do a two-parter to, uh, to mine and say that. But I know that deep down inside, I I can't just like commit my life to something because, you know, music, you do this tour, you do that tour, you do the show. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I would want to be one of those people that somehow travels the world. Yeah. Like I I know this person recently told me I met them along in my travels and I follow them on Facebook and they are everywhere and in Hawaii and Mexico and all these incredible, beautiful places. And I asked them, I said, how do you, how do you make this happen? You're young, like, you know, you come from money and then like, you know, what is the secret? And they were like, money doesn't exist. It doesn't matter if you don't think it does. And I was like, okay, that doesn't answer my question at all. <laughs> it really does exist. Yeah. <laughs> but I live vicariously through you. So. Dude, cool. yeah. Yeah. That that needs see that's that's like what we want to do. We want to be like the the drum industry influencers, like the drum brigade. So somehow we got to make money doesn't exist, Phil. We we should just stop getting paid for our gigs. I mean, it doesn't. I'm broke, fool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't exist in my bank account. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's. Yeah, I'm going with that. I'm an influencer in my dreams. All right. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Um, all right. So that's the wheel of death. Yeah. How's Great. everybody feel about this? Good? We're good? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, Caitlin, thank you so much for coming on. We're going to wrap up there with you. We've kept you on longer than an hour, and I'm sorry about that. But <laughs> Oh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Thank you. You're welcome to come on anytime. That's why we don't do the how did you get your start. Of, as a drummer like history kind of interview it's more of just drummers hanging out and so um yeah that was great thanks for sharing your story with us yeah. and um we look forward to maybe seeing you play with cindy lopper sometime when you come through california yeah, i would love that yeah and uh, maybe we can talk when i get back from japan maybe i'll have some cool stories then. heck yeah that would be dope we should check in with you um and we should talk about graphic design stuff for brigade and other stuff okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. so um, if people want to get in touch with you or go see you or follow you um you have a website right uh what's your i do what's your website caitlincalifis.com okay it's caitlincalifis.com uh but if you follow me on instagram i have a link to that and if you email me through my website or uh instagram i receive that email to my direct email so cool Awesome. So yeah, if you want to follow Caitlin, do that. And then uh, if you want to get in touch, do that. And uh, thank you so much for coming on our show. Yeah. We appreciate it. Thank you guys. Oh yeah. Caitlin Caliphas. On the show, Drum Brigade episode 54. That was a great interview. That was. What an yeah. incredible story. It was. That's bonkers. <laughs> I'd be so scared to go into an audition with a broken leg. With Cindy Lauper? Yeah. yeah. Dude, bro. Not a chance I'm doing. I'm like, hey, I had a tragedy. I would try to make them feel bad. Or broken foot. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, have mercy. 
I I need another audition. <laughs> Please. This is why I don't play with anybody I major. I swear I'm better than this. <laughs> no, but I, I, like. I like her attitude. She <laughs> just went in there and she went for broke. She was yeah, like, yeah. yeah. We're doing this. Do or die, this. I'm doing this. That's right. You know, they're going to either love me for my for me and my playing and what just, she showed them what she could do. What that she was could great. Do, yeah. That was really great. Um, so really stoked to have her on, you know, like I don't, I don't, I don't really know her. We don't, we've never met before. Um, but, um, you know, I saw her on Instagram. She's a cool chick. Great drummer. Really great drummer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Awesome so, person. Great person. Great we'll have attitude. to get burritos. We'll just, all these, we're just, we should just have a group day. We should just invite every guest we've ever had on and just all of us get burritos, dude. It'll just be you and me. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody just getting burritos, dude. Like 45 people just sitting there like, all right, I'll have a, yeah, I'll have a, a carne asada or whatever. I don't know. Mm. Um, all right, guys. Well, yeah, it's been a great show so far, but it's that time. Uh-oh. Got to get it out. Got to get it out. Let it out. I'm going to get it out now. It's a soapbox. I ain't trying to hear that right now. I got a couple, Phil. Uh oh. <laughs> Phil's on a soapbox because he's out of coffee. Do you need a refill? It's all right. All right. Um, I, I can handle it. I I'll am be okay. I'm so tired. I'm sick and tired. You stay up too late? No, Phil. It's not because I'm tired physically. It's just I'm sick and tired of fools. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They touch your cymbals? <laughs> no, I haven't been playing at Eddie V's this last week. By the way, Marcel left. Yeah, uh, he moved told to, me. Moved to Vegas. What? Lily on keys. Ain't no joke, Phil. Yeah? This girl can play. Yeah? Sweet. She's a great singer, a great attitude. Really, like, I don't know what I was worried about. She was. She's fantastic. That's awesome. Um, this set, soapbox ain't about her, though. Okay, good. Um, I have a couple. All right, so let's get on the easy one first. I played a gig Saturday. Okay. Uh, I'm a vegetarian, okay? Uh, I'm tired of fools, like, messing with me being a vegetarian. I'm sick and tired of that. Yeah. All right? People need to calm down with themselves. <laughs> I ain't trying to hurt nobody. I just want to eat. I'm hungry, too. Yeah. Uh, what happened? We're, first of all, we're, we're, we set up. They're like, oh, your green room is outside. So they set up a table outside. Fine, whatever. At least we have some place to sit. <laughs> Stay away from our guests. Uh, there, this is a combined soapbox, okay? There's two things that happen. One, my meal. Okay, Phil, I'm very mad about this meal. Oh, clearly. <laughs> I, I don't know how to start. Okay, let me just tell you. The, the lady comes up, okay, you get, when did you guys want to eat? We're like, well, we ain't sitting here because it's like nice warm weather outside. We want to eat now. What makes you think we're just here? Just you were that when did you guys want to eat? Wait, wait, wait. So you, you were that sassy just from that question? <laughs> I, he was hungry. I'm sassy he right was, now because I'm on my soapbox. He wasn't hungry. He was hangry. This might be part of why you got <laughs> subpar service. It's true. Okay. I'm just saying, what do you think we're sitting out here for? We're the band. We're not guests. We're not sitting out here because we're a part of the wedding. We're sitting out here because you made us sit out here. And then you're like, when did you want to eat? Tomorrow? I don't know. Now. Makes you think. Okay. I understand there's one vegetarian. 
Yes, there's one vegetarian. That's me. Yeah, thank you. Hey, I'm very kind about it. Hey, yeah, yeah, I'm the vegetarian. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Most of the time they don't remember or they don't acknowledge, but I appreciate it. Okay, cool. We'll get your meal. Brings everybody else their meal. Veggies, steak, fish, and raviolis. Wow, and raviolis. Yes. Okay, that's what, I was like, okay, surf and turf, and then... By the way, veggies consist a, of... A curveball at me there. By the way, veggies consist of roasted veggies with like, like squash mm. and roasted peppers mm. and zucchini mm. and then roasted potatoes as well that plus sounds, steak plus fish sounds nice plus raviolis okay hands me my plate salad sits it down on my on the on the table steamed carrots oh, salad. three raviolis that's it <laughs> no veggies. three raviolis no veggies no veggies three raviolis three raviolis how big were they like small raviolis like the size of like like a know. silver dollar. A silver dollar? Little yeah. that that tiny? Okay, maybe a little bit bigger than that. Two and a half inches across. Three inches across. That's still really not that's pretty small. That's not a mill, Phil. I know. <laughs> what they put inside of them? Is it cheese? It was the 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 sweet potato raviolis. Sweet potatoes? Or I don't know what it is. The sweet like it had cookie crumbles on top of them? This is not a meal, Phil. That sounds like dessert. What happened to the vegetables? Why didn't they so give you any unlike, veggies? Why can't I have vegetables? I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. Maybe you just give me some potatoes and roasted peppers on the side and some raviolis because everybody else got them. That's not meat. Is that how you said it? No. So okay. the lady walked by and I go, excuse me. Hey, hi. Hey, how's it going? It's me again. Vegetarian guy. I know. I'm sorry. Why do I have to apologize for getting less food than everybody else? But apparently I do. Hey, is it possible to just get a, a few vegetables with this? Because I mean, three raviolis, and maybe ten more raviolis. <laughs> yeah, a, and like he's yeah. a pastatarian. <laughs> can I get like a few vegetables? I mean, yeah. what's wrong with the vegetables? If I can eat ravioli, don't you think I can? Whatever. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, let me get you some, bro. Okay. Literally, she takes my actual plate. She literally puts two or three. Uh, 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 like zucchini or squash, or whatever. Like they're chopped up. It's not like a whole zucchini. It's gotcha. like yeah, yeah. Th two little like Rounds. two inch little Chunks. wedges yeah. of zucchini. Okay. And then take one of those little red peppers that you get in the package, and it's like red ones, orange ones, yellow ones. You oh, know, take one of pepper. those, cut it in half, and then cut that in half. That's what I had. Half of a pepper. Quarter of a pepper. Quarter of a pepper. Quarter of a pepper, two pieces of two little two inch wedges of zucchini, and three raviolis. That no was my potatoes? dinner. No potatoes? No potatoes. <laughs> Bro, what the heck is that? That's some bull. You're a pastatarian. No, that it doesn't matter. That's not a meal. That's not a meal. <laughs> Everybody else has steak, fish, and everything that I had. Mm. You're giving me less than what they have. You're starting off by giving me three raviolis. How many raviolis did these other people get? Three! Okay, so they're doing it by portion. They, they have specific instructions that on how much That is not a portion for a vegetarian. <laughs> I know, but they, they, you gotta understand, I'm sure they're like, you know. Phil, you know have, the struggle. You're a vegetarian. Their boss tells them, 
Okay, you you can only put three ravioli on each plate. So they just do that for you. They go to the chef. Not saying it's right. They I go to the chef and say, I have a vegetarian. And then yeah. they should have something for yeah. the vegetarian. And, and they go, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just give them whatever. <laughs> just, yeah, just give them a carrot. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm putting out way, like, a lot of energy playing drums. I, I know they don't care, but that's not a meal. That's not a meal. I was mad. I could, yeah. I, I would. I, that sounds pretty upsetting. Not. I get, cannot that was, stand when people do this, dude. It's not enough food. Ugh. it's just not. I'm like, I was, and it was like not even good. Cookie crumbles on on ravioli. What the heck? Oreos. What kind of cookies? <laughs> you know, we got. I, it's, <laughs> it was like ginger snaps. It's almost like you got to bring your own food, which is sad. Does everybody else in the band have to bring their own food? No, but I'm just saying. Okay, then that's you, my point. Yeah, but if you're going to eat good and eat you know, like you want, it, it's almost I like. I shouldn't you have, have to do that. I know it's that. contracted. I know. It's but, contracted. I specify ahead of time. Everything is done. Why should we be punished for having stomach issues? Yeah. It's no, not. I, it's it's just. I'm not asking for more. It's not like, hey, I have a stomach yes, issue. Yes, you are. So, you want more ravioli. No, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going, hey. More potatoes. I'm not going, <laughs> hey, I have a stomach issue, so give me a double portion. I actually want, let, dude, just give me some roasted veggies and some ravioli, and I'm good. The but that, that's the, like yeah. half of a portion of like a baby. The amount of food on your plate should be the same amount as the other plates. Right? Yeah. Or you should maybe just fry up some mushrooms or something. Something, dude. I understand if you don't have you don't have appropriate appropriate um, p- protein for a, a vegetarian. That's fine. But you should give like you were really gonna give me a quarter of a por- three raviolis was my dinner for real, for real. That's ridiculous. Stop doing that, people. Get over yourselves. Soapbox number one. I ain't trying to hear that right now. <laughs> uh, on that same gig. Oh, this is a bad oh, gig. The layer. On the same gig, uh, this is another one of my huge pet peeves. I cannot stand when people do this. Uh, it's either the uncle. Dad, you know so much about this, doing all the weddings that you've done. The the uncle or the the, the friend of the bride or the friend of the groom or <laughs> whoever is like, oh, hey, I'm in a band too. It happened on last night's gig. happened on the other gig. I knew it. You see, I could spot them a mile away. They're either staring at the drums like, or they come up, they have to let you know who, like, hey, so like, uh, what kind of si- 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 uh, si- what kind of symbols are those? Uh, using the 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 K custom or the? And I'm like, oh god, just don't talk to me, just don't, just stop. <laughs> so like, uh, yeah, what what kind of sticks are you using? The standard five A or the standard five B? Sometimes it's wrong. Like, oh, is that a Tamox kit? I'm like, no, it's a Masters of Maple. Oh, never heard of that. What, what's that? Is it Birch or? I'm like. Oh. Masters of just, maple. Just can we just not talk? Like I'm on break, and you know, like I'm gonna eat my three raviolis, and then I want to get back to the office, fool. Like, you know, I'm in the middle of a guy restoring a lamp. Can I just? Sometimes they're trying to talk to you while you're playing. Oh, Stop. That's good, okay, yeah. but this isn't my beef. This is what happened. Guy comes, walks up to us. Is like, hey, you guys sound great. He's a younger guy. Handsome, Jan- handsome Johnson-looking dude, you know, like <laughs> tall, handsome guy, short shirt unbuttoned. Him and his girl, his girl's just drunk, obnoxious already. Oh no! Hey, what's up, guys? You guys sound great. Like really confident. Uh, you know, I I played with the Schmucky Metals band in San Francisco. 
Uh-oh. I'm already into my phone. Like, hmm, oh, let's see what's going on, on Instagram. I don't want to talk to you. Uh-oh. <laughs> Anyways, he's like, they're like, oh, oh, really? Oh, cool. Well, have a seat. And he's just like, oh, you know, I'll let you guys have your break. This guy actually gets it. He he's he was in the Schmucky Metals in another in another city, so he knows the struggle. Yeah. So they're like, well, what did you play? And he's like, oh, I was one of the singers. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. Do you want to sit in? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I, I want to sit in. Okay, cool. What song do you want to sit in? Cool. He picks some rock song and then does it. He's, he's great. He's dude can sing. He was really great. His girl, on the other hand, Uh-oh. don't get me started. <laughs> Uh-oh. Been done that. Okay, so I've been getting this lately. It wasn't just her. On my gig like a few weeks ago, there's these regulars that come to my gig. They're always there. They always buy us drinks or they, they tip very good and they're nice people. But I don't like when people start taking liberties because they, are, they think they're cool with us. So this girl, her boy was a singer in a band. So now she's cool and she can be like one of us or whatever. And then these people, they give us good tips. So now they can tell us what to do. This is my soapbox. The girl goes, we're all there hanging out, drinking water on our phones, chilling out. Guy wants to sit in. She goes, cool. So when are you guys going to start playing again? Oh, <laughs> I'm almost like, Whoa. oh, I'll start playing when you write my check. That's what I wanted to say. I didn't say that. Okay. Because um, she was excited to hear you play more. No, it's not that. It's coming from a place of like. You're just overstepping the line. It's coming from a privilege. Your break place. is too long. Yeah, it's time for you to start playing. <laughs> yeah, again. yeah. So I want to hear more. She music. goes, "Okay, well, when are you guys going to start playing? You guys need to start playing again." Oh. For who are you? <laughs> who are even you? I get that. <laughs> Do not Dude. say that to me. Okay, I, my gig with the rich people that give us good tips, sitting outside on my phone, taking the time that I have on my little 15-20 minute break. They're outside smoking a cigarette. They walk by, hey, so when are you guys going to play again? Okay, well, we're going in, so you guys need to start playing. Do I? Oh, I do. Huh? Do I? I need to start playing again because you're the one who hired me. <laughs> this is why I quit doing weddings to Dude, this day, man. I cannot I, handle it. Nope. I don't even like going anymore. I, I can't handle the play this, play that. You want me to play something? Put some money in the tip jar. Yep. If not, don't talk to me. Stop. Just stop. Do not tell the band when they have to go back off from break. Okay, well, you guys have been on break for a while. When are you going to start playing again? Remember the girl I hit her hand with my, my stick? Yeah. That's where they started. That's where they went wrong mm. in the first place. They started with that. You guys have been on break for too long. You need to get back up there. Why don't you break your leg when you fall down the stairs on your way out? Dang. Please. <laughs> do us a favor. Don't do that. Can I say something, though? Yes. you mind? You know, one of the other things that I, my, one of my pet peeves and to be on your soapbox is when all the people who are old and want to talk sit in the front row. Of course. And they keep telling you, you're too loud. You're too loud. Turn it down. Turn it down. It's They're like, sitting, get your old decrepit butt in Ow. the very back yeah. or outside because we're playing. Or how about this? You don't go to a place that has live music. <laughs> what are you even doing here? Exactly. Okay, did I tell you about the guy that we were playing a wedding and he he walks in like you know how like we're about to do the grand entrance, everybody's yep. coming inside and yep. finding their seats. Yep. We're playing dinner music as they walk in. We're playing like Fly Me to the Moon or something or yeah. like some like Girl from Ipanema or something. Something very quiet. The guy walks in trying to find his table and just walks immediately up to the band and he's like, "You're way too loud. You need to turn it down." And I'm like, oh boy, 
Oh, here we go. Here we That's go. my pet peeve. And so, there, the, every, of course, the singer's like, hey, guys, we need to turn it down. I'm like, who is that guy? I don't even, that guy's just a guy that's at the wedding. He's, he didn't hire us. We're yeah. not going to listen to him. He's motioning to us, turn it down. You're too loud. Turn it down. He forgets this idiot. He couldn't hear the ceremony outside, so he turned his hearing aid up. <laughs> yeah, he told that one before. This yeah. stupid idiot has his, stu- has, <laughs> his, has his hearing aid too loud, and he's freaking out on the band. You're way too loud. And so the wedding planner comes comes up to us, who's Cassie B's mom, by the way. And can I get you guys anything? Can I help with anything? And I'm like, you need to go talk to that fool. Is he the father of the bride, or who is that guy? She's like, I don't know who that is. He must be one of the uncles. Well, he came at us pretty strong and aggressive. You need to go talk to him. She comes back to us five minutes later, and she's like, he forgot to turn his hearing aid down. <laughs> That's so good. That's classic. Did he come apologize? No, he just yeah, like he was. Ha- he was, dude. He was. I saw him like the rest of the night. He was like drinking orange juice, just having a good time. <laughs> like this moron, no, just that, drinking that orange juice. Heard. That's a classic. Dancing with people, like loving life. That's came great. in so mad you're way too loud because his hearing aid was <laughs> the hearing aid was too loud That's, idiot that is classic all right people stop talking to us about when you're gonna go back on break just stop talking to the band dude if you think you're gonna talk to the band this singer sings he's he was great he was a great singer and then i saw his girl like she was trying to come up and be like play more of this or whatever mm. so she, she i saw her like beelining for the band and like i saw him run after her and like hug her grab her and then walk her away from the band oh. like no 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 you don't do that you don't do that and i'm like it's true he was in the schmucky metals band i believe him now because he knows the struggle and he knows the do's and don'ts and he pulled his girl away and was like don't bother the band leave them alone and then she left us alone if he wasn't there she would have been even more of my soapbox mm. all right that's that all right I ain't trying to hear that right I now. I have another one, but I'm going to save it for next week. Bro, it's this time of year. I'm I'm fed up. Man. I'm burnt out and I'm fed up. It just started. <laughs> Dude, I am the at my just limit. Got over. I'm at my limit. I have another week just like this where I'm just like unbelievable. Yeah. I can't do this, man. Today's the day. That's why I don't do them. I can't hang. I can't nope. hang. You'll be okay. Um, I'll be all right. Yep, because I'm just going to be able to power pay off through, things power and through. maybe buy a massage chair. Yeah. Ooh, that's nice. My, that's another chair. thing too, man. My back has been hurting from playing so much. Like when I have a full week like this, I played almost almost every day. Nice. And uh, yesterday they had massage chairs in the dressing room. Mm, that's it was cool. glorious, Phil. It was glorious. That we were fighting. There's only two chairs. We were fighting to get on them. <laughs> like I call dibs and then like, but the, after the first set, I just can't imagine coming home and sitting in my massage chair. I have to do this. Get one. Is your mom named Donna Horn? Because that's what she has. Yeah. yeah. Massage chair. She's your massage chair is too rough, yeah. though. That's her massage chair. <laughs> Yeah. Can't you change that. the settings on them? I don't <laughs> no. know. I, have a, I, have, I pay for a gym membership where you can, you can go to the go sit in the massage chair. Oh, there you go. But um, it's not worth it because it's only like five minutes, ten minutes. And they're rough. I want this ones at these ones at get at at my gig were very compact and very comfortable. And they just they were lovely. 
<laughs> they massage your butt. Yeah, can you bring that in that's, here? That's oh, can, in the beat locker? Yeah, I want to get a back massage while we were. You know what? My buddy had a million dollar idea. He's like, what if you made a massage chair drum throne? I can't even imagine. I feel like I would hate it. Phil hates things. <laughs> Remember when I showed I you the something sub, pushing the sub on pack? my butt while I'm like trying to play massaging, drums? Phil, not pushing. It'd be like poking with little pokey little balls in there, it poking hurts. on your cheeks. It hurts. Yeah, I, maybe that's a bad idea. Yeah. Ah, that would suck. Idea. You wouldn't be able to play because you'd be falling you gotta asleep. You got to put the mic close to your. You, you'd be falling asleep, you know, because uh, when you sit in your mom's chair, that's what I want. It, it just knocks you out. Yeah, you'd I'm be gonna sitting get there watching shows, getting yeah. your massage. Yeah. You'd fall asleep, Go to sleep. right yeah. in the middle yeah. of Uptown Funk. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. You know, Uptown Funk is one of my favorite songs, though, Phil. That's that's awesome. Awesome. Are you serious? My, I am. I love that song. That song sucks. This is why we have to play them at weddings, because people like pops are yeah, like, can you man. guys play like, Uptown, Uptown Funk? Funk? I want to go take that song, flush it down a toilet. Yeah. You know, then one day I'm going to tell you my favorite story uh, that <laughs> happened to me with this redheaded. Uh, Don't tell that on the show. There's our students listen to this show. Uh, oh, we got to wrap it up one, anyway. We We're way over. I, I, I want to tell, I want you to tell one story before we go. Okay. Can you tell the story of when I met Tony Williams? Oh man. That, let me tell you this story, Phil. We were at the NAM show and I think it was Corey's first NAM show. He was probably 12 or 13. And his favorite drummer was a drummer from Primus. Tim Herb Alexander. Yes. And I try to explain to Corey that there were other styles of music other than punk. And uh, <laughs> so we're walking around, and a lot of my friends that I, I've known through the years, famous drummers that were great jazz drummers like that, I'm introducing to Corey. And, like in Dugu Chancellor. Dugu Chancellor, you know, one, of the, one of the truly greats. I, I think I met Steve Smith. Yeah, well... <laughs> And, and uh, what's your boy's name from Chaka Khan? Um, oh, John Robinson. John Robinson. Yeah, so I'm introducing Ooh. him to all these cats. And his attitudes, I don't want to meet these fools. You know, <laughs> not much has changed, No, dude. he has not changed I don't want to talk years. to these fools. Yeah. And Dugu even came up to me and, and wanted to know about him getting into one of their drum camps. So I'm telling them all of this, and I look, we're walking around. And I look, and there's a guy with this big old stogie in his mouth. It wasn't lit. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's Tony Williams. Yes. And so I take my son over. And I said, hey, Mr. Williams, how you doing? Great. I mean, just to Did he have a suit jacket on? He did. Yeah, of Shoulder pads. Did. Of course yeah, he did. Back then, yeah. Yes. Jerry Curl. Yeah, and he had. No, he didn't have Jerry <laughs> Curl. <laughs> but he had, the I think right he had a hat on, and he had this. It was white. It was a white coat, I remember. Dude, that. can you imagine walking around Nam show with a stogie, stogie and no one say nothing? Not saying Everybody <laughs> was Double just breasted. coming up. Of course it was. <laughs> he was so cool, though. And so I introduced him to Corey. Pleated slacks. And he, he even gave Corey an autograph. And I'm trying to explain to Corey that as a young cat, this man was playing with Herbie. He was playing with, with uh, um, Miles. And, and just all these great players. And Corey's attitude was, I don't want to talk to that fool. <laughs> he doesn't play for Primus. I didn't know who he was. I was embarrassed. Phil. I was embarrassed. It's embarrassing. And and I, I when we got home, I yelled at him. Good. So don't you ever <laughs> do that to me again. And, <laughs> what did I do to you? Uh, <laughs> embarrass me. But <laughs> what was so cool is we went into a room, and there was this drummer 
who was playing but just it was a small room it wasn't a very big room and dennis chambers was on drums now this was back in the day when chambers was he had a jerry curl yeah mm -hmm. he was playing with john schofield, john schofield. gary granger yeah uh, he's got the hat i want he got the hat yep everything he was like that was when Jam T chambers was at his prime dude and, and and all of a sudden Corey's mouth hit the the floor <laughs> and he was like whoa then he realized what we were talking about what i was talking about as far as real drummers and next thing you know it's chambers and you know he's looking up uh, all these wonderful drummers that from the era that was my era and and so on and, and it just really I was proud of him, you know, to see him progress and get into the the music that uh, he is into today because of these guys. I can't believe you disrespected Tony Williams. Oh, Tony you Williams, know what I would do if I met everybody. Tony, Tony Williams today. <laughs> if you met Tony Williams today, what would you say to He's him? One of my favorite drummers of all time. Yeah. That's what you'd say to him. Yeah. Nice. But He's then I was into punk, man. Tony yeah. Williams didn't play punk. Yep. Neither did Primus. I know. <laughs> I, I, I would I would tell him, dude. Listen to the pocket. Listen to these guys' pocket. You know, the, the, the metronome. I mean, these guys were it. And Corey like, no, nah, I, I don't want to hear these fools. I don't want to hear these fools. <laughs> you want to know if I'm the I'm the same fool that I was when I was 13, oh, yeah. except I still have a little bit more respect. Now he does, yeah. But I can appreciate, you know, their, their craftsmanship. Oh, my God. Tony Williams, I didn't want to talk to him. He was just an old dude that my dad knew. With a corny suit and a cigar. Yeah. No, it, it was wasn't corny, cool, man. It was not well, corny. After it that was story, cool back then. There goes the right my career. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and how do you work on that? Yeah. Oh, man. Well. Man. Tony Williams. Tony the Williams. great Tony Williams. We should have him on the show. <laughs> no, not him. Not anymore. May he rest in peace, I remember saw. I remember saw seeing... Uh, in Dugu, and he did the he did that's that's where we got the Romeo beat because uh, he did a solo uh -huh. with that yeah. and then he did the ding 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 in his solo. Yep, yeah, sure yeah. Dugu was dope. Yeah, and he one time he was playing with uh, George Duke, and he saw me, and he called me up on the stage to to sing with him with George Duke with George Duke, and it was it was huge huge show and I, I don't even know why he did it but he told me come on up come on up and what did you sing oh we were doing a parliament funkadelic oh, yeah. song <laughs> and uh <laughs> oh man and i had you know it was fun i had the crowd going man i dug it you know but he he's another one that that's gone you yeah know, we've lost so a lot many a lot are leaving us uh, yeah and uh but there's some great drummers that are here today that are just amazing now you just turned me on the drummer from lettuce man i yeah. That guy's yeah. awesome. Adam Deach. Yeah. We should get him on here. Yeah, yeah. you should. Well, we just, was, we just had great. a great drummer yeah, on sure our did. show today, and um, yeah. great she was. I'm glad yeah. I was able to be on the show with her and you guys. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Pops yeah. in studio. Yeah. <laughs> we made it to the end, barely. But we did it. <laughs> we uh, did it. It's been a great show, episode 54. Caitlin Califas. CaitlinCalifas.com. Uh, Corey Kingston dot com philpardell.com kim l. l horn jazz kim horn jazz on instagram yes shuffle and bang.com yep Woo. 
Uh, album coming out steal, soon. They're going to steal your money. Don't give them any more money. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> We're going to deliver on that, so don't worry. Just not to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's lunchtime. I'm starving. Let's wrap this thing up. Uh, Drum Brigade podcast. Thank you guys so much. Oh, yeah. Episode 54 in your face. Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. Just so you know, you can hit up our archives at drumbrigade.com and listen to some great interviews with drummers like Stan Bicknell. My connection to drumming is like, uh, it's almost on the spiritual level in terms of how I feel connected to it. So it's, it's not even a question whether I play or not. It's just a matter of how I have it in my life because I have to play. Right. Um, and so going forward, uh, having my boy just made me knuckle down on any decision to do with financial stability, but then also gave me that drive to push harder in terms of my own personal development and practice and whatnot. And to be honest, I mean, I'm 35 now, and I would say that my drive for drumming is the strongest that it's ever been. Kirky B, Kirk Biscara. So I use his sticks. I go in there and played that song, The Bird, and um, oh, Jungle Love. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and um, Morris Day sat at the end of the couch after I played and said, you want a job? No way. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and I said, yeah. <laughs> Timbo from Kino, Tim Baltes. I had to walk. I was walking back from the grocery store because my brother got pissed that I ate all the asparagus. So I had I, I ate like two pounds of asparagus this morning. <laughs> and it was so good. I had to go and buy a couple more pounds for him so he wasn't a Debbie Downer the rest of the week. Oh. <laughs> my pee smelled like nuclear waste. All right. Mike Dawson. The first time I for him you know I don't, I don't know how often you guys get in fights but that feeling of tunnel vision when you're like all right i'm, I'm gonna like defend myself right now yeah that's the, where the whole world just kind of turns into laser beam that that was like three hours of the show like, <laughs> I, I, was, I was in like a fight with broadway for wow. like three hours oh, <laughs> mark diciani that single sentence or two started me on the path over the last 10, 12 years of doing research in areas that include neuroscience, neurology, wow. cognitive psychology, genetics, brain lateralization, brain plasticity, because Man. the way that we as drummers develop motor skills is really no different than how a dancer develops motor skills and or how athletes develop skills. And so our brains, our nervous systems, our bodies work the same way. Tosh the drummer. Guess what? I got three drum solos in the show. Three. <laughs> what? Three drum solos. Oh, my gosh. I, I, we opened the show with a drum solo. Wow. And we, and then the, right before the encore, we did, I did like a, like a five-minute drum solo. Dude. And he never once, this is the only gig I've ever had that he never once told me to change anything. I showed up and I played. I didn't, like, they told me, they were like, don't learn the music exact because we're going to change it. Uh-huh. And that's kind of what they did. They would, like... They changed it, and I played along, and I just figured it out. And, like, they never once critiqued anything I did. Tim Fig Newton. I play a lot of doubles and singles, man. (laughs) Um, I just try to get them clean enough to where I can, you know, kind of just float around the kit and do whatever I want. I I gravitate towards, like, weird-sounding patterns and and things that aren't normal. You know what I mean? So. Um, 
people always come up to me and they're like, oh, your approach is so different. Like, how do you think to phrase these, these things like that? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just what I hear. It's just, you know, that's what comes out. Fredo Ortiz. So he shows me some licks and he's like, you'll be all right, man. It's just like, do your thing. And he's like, well, actually, he's like, you're going to get to be free to do whatever you want. It doesn't seem like they're asking you to, like, you know, do anything specific because all the music you're doing is pretty much, you know, just Latin jazz, like improv and, right. and jamming and just, you know, keeping it mellow. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, and, and I took that and, and totally did not have to apply any of that when the first show came about, which was uh, Australia and I think Melbourne. So the, the, the first tour, like, straight sent me to Australia for oh three weeks <laughs> and then another two weeks in, in Eastern Asia. So that was my first time out of the country doing wow. music, you know? I mean, besides um, Yeska, like Yeska went to Finland and stuff, but okay. this was, like, seriously, like, my first time. I went with the DC Boys, and they were headlining oh my this God. festival. <laughs> That's awesome. 